You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese doodles are super fresh, bring your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Episode 23 of Nerd Rage Radio coming at you with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. See, I changed listen, up the intro. Listen to bit. you. Change up the intro. You listen like that? to you. That's my radio voice. Full of energy and vigor. It's like we like had a little warm-up and had little jokes before we uh, started the podcast. It's almost that would as never if happen. we recorded this out of sequence. <laughs> now you got to figure it out. Mm. you got to figure it out. Listen closely, kids. Listen closely. How about that Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, my favorite team won. Dude, I um, love watching sports matches. Actually, I don't. I, to be honest, they're my favorite. Can I be all right? So we're recording this. We'll probably put this up Wednesday. No, I'm putting it up today, dude. Sure, like it doesn't give the last episode enough time to breathe. I feel. Oh God, it's not my fault. People are losers and can't listen to our episodes right away, like us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can put it out. I just won't. <laughs> oh, can I? <laughs> Thanks for your permission. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, but we are recording this Monday, either way. Which is right at this yeah. and it is twelve thirty six p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's really early, and I just want to go on record and say I have, I still to this point, I have no idea who won the Super Bowl. It's the Denver Broncos, okay. which, which like nobody thought they were going to win. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, everybody, good. Everybody was, everybody was calling for uh, the Carolina Panthers to win. Well, way to go, uh, underdog of sports teams. Well, it's funny, man. Like, uh, I don't think the Carolina Panthers have ever won a Super Bowl because they're relatively a new team. I mean, they've been out for like a decade or so. But the Black Panthers. They are Black Panthers, but they're Carolina Panthers. No, but Panthers. have the Black Panthers ever won a Super Bowl? No, they haven't. Um, but the funny thing is, funny thing is. What about Black Panther <laughs> from Marvel Universe? You know, I got a little Christopher Walken yesterday. Does he ever Super win a Super Bowl? Uh, uh, probably. Mm. I'm sure he has. Kill Namor, so. Anyway, the Super Bowl. Um, my boss took off yesterday to watch the Super Bowl because Carolina's his team, and like he never takes off of work. Like this dude never takes sick leave, barely ever takes annual leave at all. Like, really? Like uh, he started to now because he recently got a new girlfriend who's like making him take leave. Is but, he good at his job? Um, he's a hell of a paper pusher, bro. He's a hell of an administrator. Would you say he is better or worse than the Pink Panther? <laughs> I mean, nobody's. I'm, the I'm almost out of Panther reference. <laughs> almost. Uh, I still believe in you. But anyway, uh, so he took off, and Carolina's team they lost. So it's gonna be like, go back into Wednesday, like, hey, hey, buddy. Like everybody was was talking, like, hey, we should give him a call and check him, you know, checking in on him, make sure he's okay. <laughs> Probably not. Probably a bad day for him. Anyway, but uh, yeah, you know, it's cool. You know what movie I never saw from the '90s? What's that? Panther. What movie is that? It was. I think it was a film about the Black Panthers. I think it was like Huey Huey Newton. He was like one of the originators of the Black Panthers. Is that correct? Huh. Did not know that. Yeah. He might have been. I had the soundtrack because there were some badass rap records on there. Huh. That's amazing. Hey, shout out to Nathan D. Um, 
Did he, he like the little rap segment? He, yeah, he wrote me and he was like, he was like, I, don't, I he was like, I have no idea. I think he said, uh, I have no idea about the raps. Like that's what he called. That's how he referred to the genre. <laughs> and he was like, but I looked up that video you were talking about. It was fucking awesome. Nice. <laughs> Um, that must have warmed your heart. I've still been meaning to send you that link. I've I, I made Laura, uh, well, actually, Laura asked to watch it the other day because I've been talking about it so oh, much. Oh, really? Like, go and, ahead and she, play it. She, she was, she was watching. No, 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 no. She was like, <laughs> let me see, let me see. So she, she like watched it and like the face she was making the whole time is kind of like my, it would be my impression of like the Ninja Turtle toy face from the, the late 80s. Yeah. Like, it was like, <laughs> like the entire time. Hey, segue for Ninja Turtles. Mm. That classic turtle movie bust, not a statue of all four mm. together. Mm-hmm. Tell me why I want that so bad, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I and like if 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 somebody had walked up to me, and be like, hey man, I'm gonna make this bust of the of the 1992 movie Turtles or 93, whenever they came out. Well, they're 91? full statues. I know. Well, yeah, but they're, uh, but yeah, they're statues, but it's like a set of them, right? Yeah, but they're or, not like they're not just busts though. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't. I used the wrong term. I missed. No worries. No worries. Anyway, I just slapped the shit out of them. And be like, yeah, I'm not gonna waste my money on that. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> right. Sla- you know what it gets me? Raphael lip curl. <laughs> <laughs> it does it's look all the shit. about the Raphael lip curl. It does look the shit. Anyway, so back to sports teams. Yes, um, favorite. Uh, you know what, man? Like, I, I like I was working last night during the Super Bowl. And, so was I. Uh, so I didn't get to. I didn't really get to watch everything. Um, I was out and about though. So I had my cell phone on me, so I caught like the uh, the fucking you know trailers, which I was kind of disappointed with, man. Um, it I was guess, short. They like every everything was thirty seconds. I don't know why it was five million dollars for a thirty second commercial. God damn. Yeah. Um, and some of them had like repeats because the, the, the Batman, Superman, Turkish Air ones, there was two of those. And I think they they, play, they played at least three times. Right? So that's $30 million. Yeah, it's crazy. That's fucking nuts. You know? Hey, you guys give me $1 million and I'll do more press for Batman, Superman than that fucking commercial did. Yeah. All right? Actually, I like that commercial. That was a, that was a, a unique change. Yeah, a little marketing. Um, I, yeah, they're, they're, like they're trying to do the Deadpool thing. Did you yeah. see Dead, Deadpool did pop up in like twenty commercials though? Like he was in a fucking Geico commercial or some shit, getting a cat out of a tree. Oh, I really, I haven't seen any of those. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, dude. Um, dude, that that one is like I've always dreamed of being a sports oh. star, so I can have I can have illegitimate children throughout the country. <laughs> he's like, so, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, he's like, I always wanted to be a professional athlete, so I could have children in every city of the of the of the, of the world. That's so funny, man. It's fucked up, but it's funny. It's fucked up because it's true. I saw his spy, uh, his China, his his China promotional thing, like he did an Australia one. Oh, really? He did one for China. It's like it's like very brief. He like opens it up with like Mihao, and like, and like stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's funny because it's actually banned in China. Yeah, that is so. Funny. But I like that. You like that it's banned. Well, no, I like that he did like a promotional <laughs> thing for the country that banned the movie. I did it. You know, you realize that, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <sighs> uh, man. So, let, let, before we get into the trailers, cause there's there's there is a lot to talk about. There is. Um how was your nerd week? Mm, uh, let's see. Um I have read more in the Star Wars Legacy series. Mm. I'm on the last book. So, yeah, hopefully dude. Yeah, you, you read pretty quickly for somebody who doesn't remember shit. Yeah, maybe if I took a little bit more time and read it a little bit more closer. And that was my next thing to say, but I wanted to come to that <laughs> your conclusion on your own. <laughs> just my, it's just my job to hold your hand and, and walk with you. And now the circle is complete. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's um, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm on the last book now, and I want to wait before I pass judgment on it. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling, and we'll, we'll see if I'm wrong, right or wrong next week, but I have a feeling that it's going to be one of those things when it's all said and done where I'm like, man, fucking cool concept, great characters, great character design, but just a mess. Mm. Um, but hopefully I'm wrong. Also, I read, I finished Aftermath. Okay. Um, which I think is the last official canon novel between six and seven that I'm interested in reading. Like there's another one that's like three short stories of Poe, Ray and Finn. Um, but like, I imagine it's going to be Ray having a hard time finding a piece of metal and selling it. And you know what I mean? And then like, yeah. I imagine it's going to be so fucking frivolous. Uh, I, well, no, I, I bet you it's going to talk about that, that dude who like raised Uncar. her yet betrayed her. Yeah. Whatever his name was, the junk dealer. On so. plot. Yeah. Um, I'm not remembering these silly names. I like that name. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, um, oh, okay. So here, here we go. Here's, here's the, now the, the, the story aftermath, it blows, it blows. It's so, it's not stupid. It's just fucking cares. I don't suggest anyone read it. Um, but there is a couple things that are interesting about it. So Terrace, which is a, uh, a planet from Knights of the Old Republic video game mm-hmm. is recanonized. Cool. Um, yeah, so that is cool. Um, so that, that book has this story, right? And the story is pretty, like, kips a shit, pretty much. Um, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Like, that's, that's the thing about it. Like, all of it is like, it's like. I'll tell you who cares. They introduce. Star Wars nerds. They introduce a bunch of new, I don't know, I'm a Star Wars nerd, I could care less, but they, they introduce like a whole bunch of new characters, mm-hmm. and then they take them in and out of drama, and you're just like, yeah, but I don't care if these characters live or die, because I have absolutely no connection to this character whatsoever. Well, maybe they're trying to get you connected to the character. Yeah, but I couldn't, like, I don't know, though. I think, like. So they failed at that. Yeah, they definitely failed at that. I think that the key to connecting you to new characters in Star Wars expanded universe stuff is their connection to old characters that you already know. That's probably a valid point. Um, but anyway, so uh, but one of the things that the book does do is like every so many chapters they have an interlude chapter, uh-huh. which is just like a random planet somewhere with people doing stuff, um, and that's it. Like. It's like people are just doing stuff and reacting to the fall of the Empire. And that stuff is pretty cool. In one of those, uh, there's these aco- – they, they call themselves the Acolytes of the Beyond. Okay. Which I in- initially thought of the Beyond. <laughs> um, but anyway, they dress in black robes. They're a Sith cult, and they, they are on a mission to buy, th- uh, like, Sith relics. Hmm. So they bought Darth Vader's lightsaber from some, like, junker slash bounty hunter slash pirate. Why wouldn't Luke have that? Uh, now, wait for it. At the end of the interlude, the guy says, was that really Darth Vader's lightsaber? And the guy who sold it says, "Who? don't know. Don't care. Oh, okay. I like that. Um, but I just thought that it was it was an interesting little group that there might be this this these acolytes of the beyond, which I think the name is a bit on the nose. I think anything that's blank of the blank, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Unless it's a word you don't know. Sisters of the blood. You know what I mean? Like killers of the caves. Like it's <laughs> it's just always like it's forest always, of the fears. Forest of the fears. 
I think it's always just a bit. Oh, on the nose. God. It's always a bit on the nose. Um. Anyway, uh, there's also one where like uh, it, it recanonizes that Chewie was once a slave. Yeah. And speaking has, of speaking of that, I know somebody wrote a piece about Chewie and Han's relationship. It sent yeah. it to us, but I couldn't I couldn't read the link. The link was all messed up on my phone. I'm, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get there. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. So uh, yes, uh, recanonized Chewie as a slave, and Han and Chewie are on like some other mission, and they get word that the Wookies are starting to fight back or something. And they say, fuck this mission. Fuck what the Republic's told us to do. We're going home. And we're going to go help our friends. Okay. Um, it recanonized 1313 officially. Uh, like, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's the level in Coruscant that all the Fact. gangsters like, live. Yeah, it's like, don't go, don't go there, kids. Unless you're up to no good. Um, so, uh, oh, the male Imperial character. That like was an imperial. He's what they call a loyalty officer, mm-hmm. and apparently they just went around and f- fucked like like fucked up other imperials that like had wavered in combat or were cowards. They're kind of like the DJD of like the Decepticon Justice Division of the Empire. Hmm. Um, but he's also gay. So this really yeah. So like there's a lot of homosexuals in the, there's a lot of the galaxy far far away. And there's like all of a sudden yeah. Um. And then in some in one of the interludes, uh, they open up this they, they open up this chest, and it's a it's it's Mandalorian armor, and it Ooh. and it looks as though it's described as looking as though it's been through hell and back. So it's Boba Fett's. That would be what I would assume. Which would which would make me which would now this t- is this is before no no this this book is between what six what? and seven. All right, so everybody would know that. Okay, everybody would have known Boba Fett though by that time, right? Hmm. Um, which which makes me believe that they're trying to say he got out. Uh, okay. Um. Now, the most important thing of this book, in my opinion, aside aside from the recanonization of Chewie as a slave, thirteen thirteen, and Terrace, is the the female villain. Her name is Sloane. She eventually makes her way back to this this Imperial fleet that's in this nebula mm-hmm. that we talked about in the last book mm-hmm. and meets with the the head admiral there. He's not described physically, but he is described as a planner. He's listening to classical music when she walks in. She comes to find out that this whole thing, which was pretty much this moth meeting in this this rat hole of a city and this rat hole of the universe mm-hmm. that gets fucked up, it was all a test from this this quote unquote perhaps grand admiral, mm. and she passed. She's the only one that passed. So is it Thawne? We don't know, but it's certainly. It's certainly if it's not Thrawn, a Thrawn. It's a Thrawn, like you know, archetype. Yeah. So, but it might be, it might be Thrawn. Hmm. Things that make you go hmm. 
which leads me to a discussion point that I'm going to write in our notes right now um, before we get get back into so when we get to the Star Wars section, we can talk about it. But um, at any rate, let me see if there's anything else that was pivotal. I don't think there was. I got some more Transformer toys, and that's about it. Okay. So um, I finished. Speaking of Star Wars, so, so we'll tie this up. I finished the Vader the Vader comic book. Um, really good. Uh, it got a little weird there at the end. Not gonna lie, a little weird. What, what what is this? The Vader comic book. Okay, it got weird. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell it to tell you what what happened. You know, you'll you'll forget it anyway when you read it. <laughs> um, anyway, so he basically this is between four and five. This is between four and five. Okay. Right. So he, you know, the Death Star got destroyed. It's his fault. You know, he's being blamed for it. So the, he's kind of like on the Emperor's shit list, which I kind of went through before. So he's kind of going around um, the emperor, and the emperor kind of puts that one dude that he chokes, you know, your lack of faith disturbs me, uh-huh. in charge of the fleet. So he's like the new Grand Moff or whatever. Okay. And he's focusing on building the fleet up like I talked before. So he puts an officer on Vader's trail that basically is to follow Vader everywhere he goes to make sure that he's not being a dumbass. Um, because he's basically lost the Emperor's trust. Um, and Vader frames him as a traitor. So he, he uses that to kind of scapegoat everything, which is pretty cool. You know, mm-hmm. that's 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 badass of Vader. And um, then he meets up with some thief who's a female who kind of reminds me of, like, a female Han Solo, but very she's also very Padme-like, like, in her appearance. Very, okay. Very hot, you know. There's, there. The artist has a great, you know, way of uh, accentuating the ass shot when she's on the computer and she's turning around looking at Vader, and she basically, you know. So you, you wonder, it, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, wow, is is that like Vader's type, and is that why Leia is like attracted to Han, and it's kind of her type, because hmm. you know, Padme's kind of a bad bitch, you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, so, and, and there's also these two evil droids. It's like an evil R2 and an evil C-3PO, uh-huh. which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So you, you're kind of building like the same archetypes, just the opposite. Um, so basically Vader is is researching who this, this guy is that the Emperor is uh, has been talking to and finds off in the Outer Rim there's like this bio fleet of ships. He, he invades it to go kill this guy because he wants to make sure that he doesn't have any competition. Mm-hmm. He gets there after he after he kills him. The guy comes back, and you're like, "What the fuck? How how is he back?" And basically, he's like a biological computer. And so, anytime one version is killed, and you know another version is activated, it's like a clone. Um, and all of his memories and everything are kind of downloaded through hyperspace or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. that that's it's kind of it's kind of weird. But he, anyway, he meets this this gang of ruffians that this guy's Ooh. been working on and under the Emperor's know-how. That basically are Vader's replacements, but instead of like through the Force, they're using technology to um, mimic Force powers. It's okay. it's kind of weird. So basically, it's it's a whole it was a whole big test to make sure that uh, that you know Vader was still top of his game and that he 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 could be replaced. Like you know, he, even though he's the chosen one, he could be replaced by these 
these, you know, heresy, sacrilege creatures, as Vader calls them. Um, you know, so that that was about it. But the cool part is, is that Boba he hires Boba Fett to find out the identity of Luke. Uh -huh. Um, and actually, he it, it looks oh. as though in one scene he actually had a run in with Luke after, um. Uh, the Death Star. So between four and five, he actually crosses lightsabers with Luke, or Luke, you know, defends himself somehow, some way. And uh, so this is cool scene, like Vader's looking out over the fleet, and um, uh, Boba Fett's like, "I got a name. I couldn't find him, but I got a name. What's the name? Skywalker." He's like, "That'll do." And Boba Fett walks away, and then all of a sudden, Vader like tightens his fist. He looks. He like sees a flashback of Padme, Annie, I'm pregnant, and then a flashback of you know the choking her, and then and then a flashback of I'm afraid oh, <laughs> in yeah. your anger, Lord Veta. She, you know, you killed her. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, all the glass in the viewing area starts to crack. Um, And then it's like, I have a son. And it's like, at that moment, you realize that Vader, the schism between Vader and the Emperor has taken place. Um, And uh, he's plotting to, to, use, to use Luke to, you know, to basically overthrow the emperor, you know, and and so it it it, it adds some meat to the relationship there, and like of course, um, you know, he he speaks with the emperor and whatnot through the thing. Like, oh, Vader, I sense great anger in you. I hope you know. I hope you know your place, type of shit. So it's it's good, man. Like, I feel that there wasn't much to the story, unfortunately. Um, I wish there was a little bit more, but it, you know, it is an ongoing series, so they can't give you too much too fast. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. Now, how do you feel? How do you feel about it being Boba Fett? That you know what I mean. Like for me, I kind of like the idea better of Vader like feeling it. Um, I you know I I don't mind that it's Boba Fett. It it, it does tie Boba Fett to the story more. You know, it's a, like as you would say, is a little is a little too on the nose. Right. Um, I don't you know I don't really have any heartache with that. The only the only thing is is that I I kind of feel like um it's just it, it's just too convenient. I I don't mind it. I mean if if anybody was gonna if Vader couldn't feel it, I'm glad that it was Boba Fett. You know gotcha. if that makes sense. Gotcha. Uh, and then it ties him in to you know why he's a trusted companion. Uh, Boba Fett also has a Wookiee. Really? Mm -hmm. Big hey, old... what is what is does the what does the Wookiee look like? He's very dark. Okay. Does he have any cybernetics? You know what? I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think I want to say that you said that. Possibly, maybe. There was this Wookiee in Shadow of the Empire. Yeah. Which, if you have a minute, this is something I've been meaning to bring up on the show. Or should I save it for Star Wars talk? Uh, let's save. Let's save it for Star Wars talk. All right. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make note of it in the notes. Oh, look at you! All, fa <laughs> all, all fancy with your notes and your notepad having. My digital notepad. So anyway, I, I liked it, but you know, I, I want to see. I you know I want to see more. I want to see more. Right. All right. So that was pretty decent. Uh, I got some good 40k news, and since I haven't done a goddamn 40k podcast in a month and a half, I'm gonna go ahead and say it here. We got a new uh, campaign for Space Wolves, and I just saw the first pics of uh the prototype for Lehman Russ, uh, for Horse Heresy, who's a Primarch of the Space Wolves. Do they have the pics of the model? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, it, it's like it's like in the middle of being like you know done. Mm -hmm. I'll send it to you real quick though. Um, but I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but 
some fucking crazy shit, dude. And I, and I, I, I kind of want to, you know enough about the story to, you know, have this conversation. But it looks like they're moving the fluff forward. Spoilers, if you're a 40K fan, you know, turn it off now. Um, but basically, the wolfing come back, and of course, they're where, you know, space werewolf Vikings. The space wolves go out to, like, get them because they don't want anybody else to find out about them. The Dark Angels find out about them, and the, the Great Grey Knights found out about them. Um, they come they come back to Fenris and open up fire and get ready to destroy the planet, the Space Wolf's home planet. Hmm. Yeah, dude, that's fucking crazy. So I just shot you the uh, picture. It looks good. It does look good. So I'm excited, super excited about that. Been doing a lot of modeling, and dude, I've been doing a lot of airbrushing. It's so fast. Um, and remember our deal that we had? For a certain amount of orcs, I should be able to fulfill that now. What was the scenery? Making you a little scenery, scenery table, oh, buildings. Oh, oh, oh. So, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of that. So shows. All right. Well, real quick, real quick. Um, sure. I had a question I wanted to ask you. Um, ask away. I meant to ask you during my nerd week. <clears throat> so now that I finished this novel, okay, I'm going to start another novel. Okay. And since I'm going to be talking about what I read on this show, I wanted to ask for you to choose what I start reading. Hmm. Either the first book. Have a choice. You have a choice. Either the first book of the Fate of the Jedi series, which is the last story told, I think, in the EU novels. Okay. Or the first book of the Darth Bane series. Ooh. Yeah, it's a hard one. Ooh. Um, all right, let me ask you this. Do you know if, are they re, is, is the Darth Bane one old? Mm-hmm. All right, I, I kind of know what the Darth Bane story, because I've, I've done, like, research on him. Okay. Um, So, if it was my choice, because I want to hear about other stuff. I would I would say choice number one. Okay, you got the, it. The the end the twilight is it twilight of the Jedi or fate, what was it? Fate, fate of the fate. Jedi? Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd rather I'd rather listen to that. Okay, you got it. So, and I'm sorry, guys. Selfish selfish choice. Selfish. Well, All right. Call it will be next. Bane will be next. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about shows. Let's All do right. it. So I'm I'm gonna like I'm doing a little bitching about Arrow, right? But why? Um, and let me let me preface this with this: When Arrow came out, like when the, the first season of Arrow is, is actually pretty good. Um, it was a change to the character. I felt like they were doing their own thing, and then they just decided. I guess it was too dark because the first season of Arrow, he kills everybody. Like any bad guys, he kills. He he runs around with this book of his dad's, and he and he knows that this these this list of people like destroy the city. And he, he runs around and he starts killing these motherfuckers. Right, and the storyline is not bad. It's got one of those everything's gonna, every, everything is doomed, yada yada yada. But it's interesting. Now we're in season four. We're halfway through season four. The show has changed over and over again. You know, because we had this flashback thing where it flashes back where he was five years pre- previous, which they can only do it for one more season. You know, so se- season five's and either had to be the last episode or they get rid of that dynamic. Um, because as he's in present time, it's flashing back to what he was doing five years ago. So the first season, it flashed back to how he got on the island. And then as the season goes forward, which is a cool dynamic, 
But now it's just getting to be a blatant fucking copy of Batman. Now Felicity, who's his girlfriend, is in a wheelchair doing the Oracle thing, right? And now they call her Overwatch, and they even make a gag like, I was going to call you Oracle, but that name is taken. So they're, you know, they're alluding that he knows Batman, even though Batman hasn't been expressed in this universe. Now, the Flash I love. It's really good. Um, you know, Legends of Tomorrow, ugh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's not starting off very well, but, you know, they, they mentioned shit, you know, I've seen Men of Steel die and Dark Knights fall, you know, that's pretty cool. Now, they have confirmed that Flash will be in CBS and Supergirl in an episode of Supergirl, like he will go to another dimension, so they are, they are creating the multiverse. Um, they've even mentioned that, um, you know, Flash could see other multiverses, like he could even see the DC Cinematic Universe. So that's cool, and I like that, and I'm digging that. But it's like, God damn it. You need to get Arrow cleaned up, people. Or it needs to go away. Um, and and, and it kind of what I think they should have done with Arrow is the way Arrow Season 3 ended, I think when Barry opened up the, the giant space portal and, and, and destroyed it or whatever, I think that should have reset the Flash universe. I think Barry should have came back as the Flash with his powers, but because the time travel aspect, he had changed the future and so it's basically him figuring out what happened in the past without telling anybody he's not from that like he, he's from an alternate timeline although that would have been a cool dynamic and just reset arrow because arrow's gotten fucking out of control and i'm still gonna watch it because i'm a glutton for punishment and i suffer from the smallville syndrome um of watching bad shows so yeah it's God. just i mean like this this last episode um you know, it's just it's just bad. It's just really bad. So okay, uh, moving. Sleepy Hollow came back. Haven't watched that. That's a guilty pleasure. I, I'm I'm digging that show. And I like I like monsters and ghosts and goblins. So goblins. yeah, uh, second chance, dude. Uh, I would highly recommend that show. This show is uh, last week. My complaint was that they they let the cat out of the bag with the secret. Uh, the direction that they're going with it now, though, I like it. It it is now turned into something different. But there's like 15 shows out right now of people teamed up with the FBI, like special spe- special groups in the FBI. Get a little played out. Get a little played out. Right. Um, I know X-Files is back, guys. I did watch the first episode of X-Files. It's only a six-episode series. I'm going to watch all six, and then I'm going to come back with a review on that later. I was an X-Files fan back in the day, uh, so just stand by on that one. Um, but I've been hearing positive things about that. Uh, Grimm is back. Uh, I've been digging Grimm, another guilty pleasure. They're on season five. I don't know how that show works. It, it's it's a, a goofy premise, but I I like it. I don't know why. It's just it's just monsters and monsters. Uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow starting to get a little bit better. Um, the relationship with the with the uh, the team I'm starting to dig, and because of the time travel elements of it, where they can go to different eras. You know, I think the potential is there to make an awesome show. Uh, this this iteration of Vandal Savage, I I don't I don't know if I like um, Vandal Savage. For you guys who don't know, in the DC canon, he was a caveman. And basically, what happened is like his caveman group was running around. There's a meteor that came down and crashed. Everybody was scared, ran away for whatever reason. He was just interested and curious. Uh, he he went to it and found it. It was it was warm and that that night um it, like the, you know the cold came and so he like 
slept near this meteorite. It wasn't like lava or anything, but he slept because it was warm. Um, that way he could, you know, survive through the night because he was out in the middle of nowhere. And when he woke up the next morning, he had changed. It had changed his intellect. It had changed him physically. Um, and also it made him immortal. Vandal Savage can't die. Um, and he ended up becoming kind of the leader of early man. He's kind of an interesting character because even though he's a bad guy and uh, he is, you know, always trying to dominate the world and destroy the world, in some ways he's kind of responsible for the world being the way it was because he, he is some of the earliest leaders in human history, which is a, is a strange dynamic. Uh, this Vandal Savage has to do with Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Um, he's the reason that they're immortal. They're, they don't come from... Um, they don't come from uh, Thanagar, like in the comic book canon from another planet. Uh, they are a Egyptian prince and princess who are reincarnated constantly. And basically, it was kind of a murder-suicide type of situation or a murder-self-defense shit, I don't know. But then a meteorite crashed them when they were dying and gave them some kind of power so they're reincarnated. It's very strange. Mm. Um, not really digging it. Uh, he just he's, the, the actor looks like Vandal Savage and actually like Vandal Savage. I just don't know if I like the the mystical, you know, power type jive they got going on. Yeah. Um, this it's just weird. Um, Supernatural, very good, uh, very good episode here this last week. Uh, just some character development. And I really like that show, man. I, I actually went back and watched some uh, some older episodes here recently. I was bored. It's just very cool how they they tie in, uh, you know, all these monsters and mythological creatures, but they do have also kind of the Judeo-Christian god. It's like the Judeo-Christian God is God who created the universe, right? But there's also other gods that inhabited Earth first, before God and the angels said, "You know what? We're gonna make we're gonna make uh, hum- humans on this planet." You know, so it's very neat how they kind of wrap everything together. Um, I'm digging that. So on the uh, on the TV show stuff, some good stuff. Uh, I would say Second Chance is the thing you need to check out. Um, also started watching something that's been out for a while, Elementary, which is a, you know, a retelling of uh, Sherlock Holmes. It's up. Uh, Watson is a female, played by Lucy Liu. Watson is a petite Asian lady. Um, you know, it's cool. And uh, Sherlock is a tattooed ex-heroin user. And you know what's funny, man? Like, yes, Sherlock did drugs in the books. Like, he did cocaine and heroin, I think. But I don't think it was so defined. He was so defined by it where this is really defining him by his addiction or his possibility of addiction. So, but it's good. You know, I like, I like Sherlock Holmes. I like house. I like whatever inter- iteration of Sherlock. That's a, an archetype that I'm a fan of. So that's pretty much my nerd week. I'm trying to think of anything else. And now, cause I've been working a lot. So cool. Yeah. So let's talk about the Super Bowl. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with, let's start with the most impressive. Of which you think was? Of which I think is TMNT2. Mm. I would agree with you. I I, I felt like you were going to say Civil War, which I was not very impressed with. No, no. Yeah. I I was actually very disappointed in that trailer. Except the whole watch glove thing with Tony, which we'll get into. Um, Fuck yeah, man. Dude. Dude, Can't wait. Will this... Can you forgive Michael Bay? Uh, I mean, he, he only produced this. Okay. You know, okay. so fair, I, fair, like, fair enough. I forget who directed it, the first one and this one. I tell you, somebody awesome. That's who. Yeah, I, that, that fucking <laughs> Krang is so on the money, isn't it? 
Uh, and then you saw the Technodrome being formed. Yep. Dude, sign me up. It's everything I've ever wanted. See, Just like, go if this, stupid. You if know this what I mean? movie does well, I think that tears down the premise that says, well, there's sometimes we just can't do it in a real movie. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's all about the tone of the movie. Like, I think if you have... like, I like, agree. Like, yeah, you know, like, if you have four turtles that are wearing ninja suits and samurai suits and they know ninjutsu because they were taught from their rat, I think at that point... Anything goes. Anything goes. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I uh <laughs> I don't know who, I don't know who they like who they got to actually play the Krang suit. Yeah. Or if it's, it's all CGI. Po- it's all CGI. You think it's a hundred percent? Like even the yeah. face? Yep. Hundred percent. Well, whatever. It well done. Yes. This isn't that scary. If <laughs> 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 those of you guys haven't seen it yet, you see like like uh, Michelangelo walks up to the, to Krang, which I guess lets him, and he taps the glass and like. Crane the brain head like in the stomach like you know eyeball like hits the hits the glass and I like how the glass is kind of dark like you can't like really see in it yeah you know um and uh, I I from what I've seen it it is the exact same uh, Crane robot body that uh, I saw in some of the some of the concept art the to- and the toilers uh, and the toilers I forgot about the toilers um it was also funny like uh I I, I was I was watching it I was at work mm-hmm. and uh. This young lady who I work with was like, I got bad news for you, though, Bobby. Her son's like a huge Turtles fan. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, the Turtles cartoon has gotten really goofy. Really? And I was like, and I was like, really? How so? And she's like, well, all the Turtles like go out into outer space. And I was like, yeah, well, that's to get you to buy Michelangelo in an astronaut suit toy, you know? <laughs> and she was like, she was like, yeah, trust me. I know I'm buying them. And then she was like, well, then they face off against this army of space triceratops. Oh, that's legit. Stop. So then I just I just hung my head like kind of in shame, and I was like, "It's comic accurate," and, and they're called triceratons. <laughs> so what did she, she just roll her eyes and leave? Oh, she was like, "Oh, like she was actually like like she was actually like respected it more for some unknown reason." Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was just funny. Um, but yeah, dude, I am like I I'm all on board for just a good ride for this movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't yeah. need anything crazy. I just need I just need good visuals, good brotherhood, some, just, some and a few lulls. Yeah, so I'm gonna walk out of that movie and just hug my bro. Be like, I yeah, love you, yeah, man. Tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. Um, I, I think we gotta take the. I think we gotta take the kids to that one, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely up for taking Jaina. She's a huge Turtles fan. So, um, yeah, but it, it's it's. I mean, and like I said about the first movie, the first it, it was bad, but I enjoyed every bad second of it. Right, you know, it kept right. me engaged, and at the end, I was like, "Oh, I was happy that I saw this movie. How, right. It was fun. It was like what a like. Sometimes a movie doesn't need to be that serious, you know. It not every movie needs to be Schindler's List. Right, you know? I agree. I agree. Um, and, and I, I think, I, and I think that playing the turtles serious, like too serious, is a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not finished with you. Damn. <laughs> 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 you just you got to have some of that sometimes, man. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, Very happy with it. Jungle Book. I was happy with that too. The, you know the best part is, man. What's that? Christopher Walken, Monkey Man. Okay, can I talk about that for a minute? <laughs> Shoot. First of all, I don't like. It's funny because like he doesn't sound like Christopher Walken to me in the first bit. My of, ears have ears. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like Christopher Walken to me. You know who that sounds like? Huh? 
I mean, I saw Christopher Walken's credited, and then the next line that he has does sound like Christopher Walken. Yeah. But the initial, like, the my ears have ears, it sounds like that guy from The Simpsons that does all those voices. Um, He was also in uh, that movie where Ben Stiller loses his wife to the, the scuba. You like the scuba? Yeah. Um, don't tell me. The Azaria? Polly. No, it's like the something about Polly. Yeah, Azario. Is that yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's Hank Azario. Hank Azario. So that's what it sounded like to me. Um, in that first line, the second line is definitely all. Christmas. Problem with Polly? Uh, along came Polly. Along came Polly. There it is. Um, but because when I heard it the first time, that's who I thought it was, and I just heard it at work. People are talking and carrying on. Um, I got my phone was charging. When I got back to my phone, I had stopped watching the game. I'm, I'm inking that Star Wars Legacy piece. And I, I, I stopped watching the game, so I stopped watching the, the trailers. And I I got back to my phone, and I saw your text that just said, Christopher Walken is one of the monkeys, or is a monkey. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And I, I went on this YouTube frenzy of trying to find a, a War of the Planet of the Apes trailer. <laughs> couldn't find any that's when i sent you back a question mark and then i realized later on that it was from the uh the jungle book trailer yeah man dude i can't wait dude bill murray nails that shit oh yeah absolutely i mean the, the, i i'm actually excited about this movie I mean, i've always been a fan of the jungle book and that, yeah, that was too. that was one of my favorite uh disney movies me too i mean like until aladdin came out that was probably the disney movie i can watch over and over again Cause it's probably more suited for boys you know what i mean there's a little action and whatnot, um, but I yeah I, I like John Favreau man I think that guy is fucking talented. And, oh, you know, and you know what is in the Jungle Book? What's that? A panther. Oh yeah, Black Panther. The panther theme continues. Pa- played by Ben Kingsley, I think. Hmm. Sir Ben, right? Is he a knight? To you. Shit. Um. Oh, Sexy beast. So then there was. Ah. The- <laughs> Stop it, you. The uh, let's get the Civil War bit out of the way. Um, okay. Kind of lackluster. It was lackluster. I didn't like the whole like, you know, Dark Knight Rises chanting. You know? Yeah, yeah, that you was know? very it, Dark Knight Rises. Yes, it was. And I mean, the cool thing was that little glove watch thing that Tony had that I, I, apparently is canon accurate. Um, and it was kind of shocking to see that that Bucky was ready to fucking shoot Tony in the face. Yeah. And they're like, I will kill you right now. Um, so, you know, I, I, I want to like be on cap side for this movie, you know, because I do think that, that he is, you know, everybody, every time, you know, somebody tries to stop a war before it happens, people die. Like, I agree with that. There has to be a certain amount of like, just like freedom for people to live and you can't control people that much. That's when the problems happen. Yeah. But like I'm, I'm having a really hard time rooting for him so far in this movie, which I find I do find fascinating. Um, the fact that 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 uh, Natasha is not on his side, um, and I, I, it looks like uh, you know Iron, uh, uh, what's his face dies. Um, War Machine. Yeah, War Machine dies. Yeah, I mean that's what they said was going to be one of the three. That that spoiler site. Yeah, so that's that's shocking to me. Shocking, yo. Yeah, I think it's a bummer. 
Yeah, man. I, like, I do too. But you know me. Like, I can't, I literally can't get enough Don Cheadle in my life. Yeah. Like, he could be in just about every movie and you wouldn't hear me complaining. Um, and it sucks too because now we're probably not going to see a, a War Machine standalone movie. And I think that he's definitely got the acting chops to pull that shit off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, so, but you know, you never know. Because there might be a soul gem in this movie, and he might come back to life, good, good, and it's Marvel. You. It's you know? Marvel. Yeah, so. I don't. I thought it was just kind of, I don't know, from from the like. But I will say that nothing turned me off. Do you know what I mean? Like there was nothing that I, I was watching it, and I was like, ugh, oh no. I was just like, this is relatively boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. I don't know, like. I didn't like the way uh, Black Panther looked either. Really? Yeah. The oh, I'm still... it, it, it's a necklace. Um. Oh, you gotta have the necklace. I know you need to have the necklace. It just I don't. I don't think it trans. It, it's not. It's not translating right for me visually. I'm on board. You know the aesthetics of it just feel off. He looks and he looks puffy. You know. I mean, um. And you know, but here's the thing too. The, the I'm, I'm sure the visual effects aren't complete on the movie. So you know. This, that's not the little Photoshop, little editing in you know, post-production can't fix. Um, but that one shot of him, it just didn't look right. Like, you know, all out in the, the sunshine and daylight, all Black Panther-y. I'll be honest with um, you, it didn't bother me. Yeah. It definitely was like, I was like feeling it, and that was like, as he pulled out, that was like the last, ooh, ooh, I don't know if I like that. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I don't know. I'm not buying that book. But yeah, nothing, nothing turned me off. I just thought it was kind of a meh trailer. I think the coolest part was the, the, the pistol Tony grabbing with his hand and the look on his face. Yeah. Um, I am a little fearful that this is going to be Iron Man and Friends movie, even though it's a Captain America movie. Like, I, 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 like I'm sorry. I, I love, I love, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Don't get me wrong. But I think that Captain America still needs to be the main character in the storyline, and I don't think that he is. And I almost feel like maybe this shouldn't have been a Captain America movie. Maybe this should have been an Avenger movie. Now, okay, I think that this is not going to be like, uh, like from the trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get that impression at all. That from this is going to be an Iron Man movie. But I agree with you that it probably should have been an Avengers movie anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they could have done so much more with Captain America. Um, I mean, there's so many great stories out there. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess they wanted to fit Bucky into the to the reason that, that Cap is fighting. Um, and we'll, we'll see how it unfolds. I just I can't imagine that everything's gonna be cleaned up by the time the credits roll. But they gotta set us up for that fucking you know Avengers Infinity War. I mean, I know we have other movies coming out before Avengers, but it's like some shit has got to be wrapped up, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. What about the X-Men trailer? Um, dude, I'm going to say it right now. It looks good, but that fucking chopping the car and half scene, crazy, like, off-center of gravity flip that Psylocke does yeah, looked fucking stupid. Yep, I agree. It reminded me of Sabretooth throwing Wolverine off the Eiffel Tower. I mean, off the Eiffel Tower, off the Statue of Liberty, and his claws grabbing into it, (laughs) spinning around. You know, it was just dumb. It was dumb. I mean, don't get me wrong. Olivia Munn looked hot. You know, I mean, she does. She, you know, she pushes all my buttons in the right way. Maybe 
Right. Yeah, I think that the flip looks dumb. I think that all that stuff is like that scene with her landing, that scene with Storm landing, the scene with Magneto getting all his Magneto's stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and then Apocalypse raising his arms up in the air. It all feels very first scene of Mortal Kombat 2 to me. Yes. Yes. That's a good analogy. Um, or a good example. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a little too digital, a little too, like, it's just, it's just a little too much. It's a little too rough. Yeah, a little too rough. I will say, uh, now, now, Silas' costume looked good in the movements. Yes. I liked it. I, I bought into it. I wish her hair was a little bit more purple, though. Yeah, I can get behind you there. Like, she, like two streaks of purple, like, two purple highlights, not enough. I want to do, I do a little more. But. Why did it go all purple? You know what I did like that I saw? What's that? Feathered wings. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we're pro- so we're gonna more than likely get that whole bit of business. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we saw a little bamfing from Nightcrawler. Yep. Um, I did not like the way uh, Cyclops's eyes looked. Like, like I didn't like the blast effect. It looked like it, it like shot into the camera. So there was some you know light distortion before it panned out. Like it looked, it was just too much, too much saturation. It's like he takes his eyes off and the whole room turns red. You right, know, right, I didn't right, like right. that. I like. I like it being kind of, you know, how it looked in the other movies. I never had a problem with that. Yeah. Um, and I think that actor also looks too petite. That gentleman looks too petite to be Cyclops. Cyclops could be a, should be a tall drink of water. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be like buff or anything. But he should be a kind of a tall, lanky dude. I feel like I need to see more of him before I pass judgment, but yeah. I, I hear where you're coming from. So, so he just looks like, he looks too young to me. Like, hey, you got a little puberty left in you, don't you? You got a little bit more? Yeah. You got, hey, I can buy you an extra gallon of milk and have a growth spurt here soon? You know, like if, if he's going to end up being Cyclops. Um, and I'm still not feel, I'm still not feeling Sansa for Jean Grey. I just don't, I don't like I, her. I, I, I'm on board for that. I just don't, she just doesn't look Jean Grey to me. She, I mean, she's, to me. she's a pretty girl, but she doesn't, she's not Jean pretty. To yeah. me, she is. To me, like I think, I think she's great. I think that she's a great choice, and I think that, like, uh, I think that, I think that her look, her hair, I think the whole bit, I think that, that her like calmness in speech, like her calm but powerful speech, I think is going to translate extremely well. That's all how I've always imagined Jean in my head. I think in my mind, I she... think that might be. I think that might be your beef too. That we are just not realizing, and it goes with Cyclops too. Yeah, is that we're just not used to seeing these characters that young. Maybe, but here, here's like, like I, I, I feel that Gene should look more south, south, south European, and this Gene looks very British. You know, I think Gene should look kind of French, like you know, French Italian, and this, and this Gene looks very British. I don't know. And I don't even know if the chick is British. Yeah, I don't no? know. Jeez, um, jeez. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board, though. Speaking of British, this is off subject, but I, I, I want it before I forget. Mm-hmm. I saw Margot Roberts. Is that her name? From, you know, um, uh, Harley Quinn? Margot, whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I didn't know she was English. I didn't either. She is English. She has an English accent. And that worries me. Yeah, because the fact that she said, "Oh, well, I worked a lot on the accents," means me like I think she worked a lot on the American American accents. accent. Yep. Um. So that's kind of like, you know, because it's not like she worked on that kind of like somewhat Jersey, somewhat, you know, what you know Europeans may think a Jersey or New York, maybe a yeah. little Philly mixed in there, maybe a yeah. Philly accents. 
Maybe that's what uh, Harley uh, has. Not, it doesn't sound like Philly to me. I got it. It doesn't. But I, I don't know. But I don't know what it is. You know, it's 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 a it's a caricature of an accent of that that type of you know northeast city accents, but not a Boston accent, not that far north. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not mm, mm, kind of worried about it. But uh, she is. She is hot. Well, like even with me, like I, so, like I've been thinking about that a lot. Like even if that is just her voice that we hear in the trailer, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I'm good. Like it doesn't bother me. Like I think that the, I think that it doesn't necessarily sound like Harley Quinn the way that you know Harley Quinn. Yeah. But that Harley Quinn voice is a bit of a character of like a '30s New York voice, you know. And yes, like, I'm, that, I'm, that might be it. And I'm not sure if that is even something that I, I want to see in the tone of these movies. Yeah. I don't like the cut of your jib there, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, I hear you. While we're on the DC kick, what about the uh, tour de tour de Gotham? I I was actually impressed by by that. Yeah, I liked it too. I um, I, I, I did think it was a little much. Um, but, but I, I, I think I think that it was I think that it was a commercial in that world that was that felt like a commercial. Like I think they I think they nailed it on the head. Um, I like the fact that. I don't. Th- I think they should have cut out the Batman Superman like walking towards each other at the end. Yeah, well, I mean, the only reason I'm sure why they even did the commercial in the first place was so they could do that scene. Yeah, but um, I, don't, I don't. I don't need that scene. I know. I know. I'm with you, but I, I'm guessing. Make, everybody knows who Metropolis and Gotham are. Everybody knows. Everybody knows the deal. Um, I actually liked Lex Luthor in it. I actually liked Lex Luthor in it. It felt. It felt. Uh, it felt better to me. So hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see a little bit more of of some different different uh types of lex and i'll find the lex that i want to see hopefully um, um ben, i, 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 I felt like that ace chemicals yep 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 uh i i did feel like ben affleck wasn't like he didn't sound the same as he did in the movie um he just kind of felt like ben affleck you know like he didn't feel like bruce wayne to me he felt like ben affleck but he had a nice suit on he did have a nice suit yeah now what about the deadpool trailer um I mean, dude, I'm all in. I mean, are, are we? Is it time to talk about Deadpool? Uh, I don't know if we have that much. I mean, it's uh, got good reviews. A hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's fucking. Un- I don't think that exists. Is anybody? Anybody well, it else? Hasn't, gonna- but it, it hasn't been viewed by critics yet. I thought it was. No, no, they're all they're all like they're all non-critic reviews. Really? Yeah. According to this article I read, I, I could be you know that article could be wrong, but. Uh, I'm talking about the one that that I read in the group. Hmm. Um. But you know, time will tell. Yeah. I I can see it going that way. You know, I I think that it, it's, you know, as long as that story, because the thing is, we don't really know the story of it, which is a good thing. Yes. You know, because we're interested in the movie from the promotional material, but we don't really know what the movie is about, and other what? than his best guy and his best girl, you know, or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Best girl and worst enemy. Yeah. Worst enemy and best girl. Like, you know, that, so that's all we know. So I, I, I hope that it is, we'll know shortly. And for those listening, uh, we will have a wrap up show, a, a, a special episode. It won't be 24. You'll get another episode next week. You lucky devils. Yep. Sons of bitches. Um, at the end of this week though, we will watch Deadpool. We'll do a video, tri- uh, response. Critique video response on the Skullface channel. And I gotta go find a Deadpool mask. I don't think they made them, so we might have to go Stormtrooper again. Or What? Yeah, I don't think they made them. I don't no. know. Besides, it's my real face. Besides, it's my real face. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think that the, the it just that, that the, the fucking marketing in that movie just continues to be top shelf. Yes. Top shelf. Yeah. 
um, that guy was just born to play that role. Yeah, man. Um, you know, yeah, I, I do like Ryan Reynolds. I don't think you know. I, I uh, he's done some good. There's a movie that he did. He's doing that. I was he did that. I was watching. It's called The Voices, where he's kind of like this crazy guy. Um, and hears his like he hears animals talk to them, talk to him, mm-hmm. and he accidentally kills somebody. I, I like I got started. And I had to you know quit and go do something else. I haven't finished it yet. Um, but he's got some he's got some range, man. Yeah, he got some range. range. So uh, I hope he does Deadpool forever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I hope I I hope that this movie lends itself to that opportunity. Um, cause that, that talk of him in a cable movie. Yes. Love it. Love John Hamm playing cable with tiny feet. So what is this talk of flash and green lantern movie? Uh, well, there, well, the thing about it is, is they're talking about a, a, a TV it's movie, a TV movie yeah. with Grant Garrison or Grant Gustin or whatever the fuck his name is from the flash, which I'm, I'm all on. I'm all, I'm all about, man. Let's make it happen. They've hinted at, uh, they actually had Hal Jordan in a scene, an arrow, I believe. Like, yes. like he was in the foreground. He just saw Jordan in like the flight jacket, the bomber jacket, or whatever. With a mention of Coast City and Ferris Air. Yes, yes. So they've already been kind of world building with that. Um, I'm down, man. Let's make it happen. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see. I'm a big Green Lantern fan, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a Green Lantern fan as well, as you know. I prefer my my Green Lantern a little darker. <laughs> you know why can't they just do John Stewart, man? Why can't they well, make that happen? I, I, mean, I think I think I, I got news for you, man. I think he's just not as interesting. Like, I don't I think agree. That, I think that John Stewart is the best Green Lantern to have on a Justice League, and Hal Jordan is the best Green Lantern to have in a Green Lantern. Well, if you're gonna do the Buddy Flash thing, yeah, it needs to be Hal Jordan because he's a little bit, you know, he's a little bit less serious. And him and him and you know him and I was gonna say him and Wally. Woo. Him and Barry get along pretty well. Uh-huh. Um, they have introduced Wally West, uh, right? But I, I got a I got a feeling he, that's not the Wally that's gonna be the Kid Flash. I, I bet you he has a kid, and that and that like Wally Junior is gonna end up being Kid Flash because he's just too old. He's the same age as Barry, maybe a few years younger. Um, it's just I, I don't think it works. I think it's, it'd be a tip of the head. Kind of the same thing they did with Smallville, where they had Jimmy Olsen who died, but it wasn't really, it wasn't really Jimmy Olsen. It was Jimmy Olsen's older brother. I'll tell you, we also there's another DC animated film that's been released that we haven't talked about. Is that the Gods um, and Monsters or whatever? Yeah, I guess so. It came out like last week. Oh, I don't know, but that's is that Batman Bad Blood? Maybe. I haven't seen Batman Bad Blood or Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters is like an Elseworld. Yeah, I had that. I actually lost interest in it watching it. To be really honest. garbage. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say it's garbage because, like, we, we had it on, on. It's a long story, but we had it on our TV in the family room, and at the time we had lost the remote to it, and you can't like manually turn the volume up, so I could barely hear it, and I just, you know, like I just got lost interest in it. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but uh, I, I need to watch it again. But yeah, I think they put out that Bad Blood movie too, which we should try to watch for the next show. Yeah, because it, it's all that's all in the same universe. You yeah. Know? Which I'm I'm happy with, but I got to tell you, man, I would like job. I'm not a CW guy, but the idea of seeing what they would do in a film versus a show does interest me. Yeah, um, yeah. so I would definitely give that a watch. Speaking of, of crossovers and team ups, ooh, Flash and Supergirl, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, I think I said that at the beginning of the show, didn't I? Well, we haven't really, but we didn't talk about it. That's true. Um, yes, it is happening. 
and I am happy about it. Yeah, I'm glad they were able to put the bullshit aside and make it happen. Um, yeah, man, you know, I gotta say, man, they've been they've been doing a lot of shit for the fans here recently. I agree. There's a lot, but is it is it too much? Is it too it, much fan service? It might be. It might be. Might be a little too rough. I haven't I haven't watched Supergirl yet in any incantations, so. Um, you know, I, I did watch I did watch Supergirl, like the first two episodes, and you got turned off by it. It's not that I, I got turned off by it. Like, if I didn't have to pay for it, I would be watching it. But it, it was nothing to write home about. I got you. You know, it was nothing. It wasn't worth paying two dollars an episode to see on Amazon. And I don't have TV. Uh-huh. I just had Netflix and whatnot. Uh, but there is some bad news on that because they're talking about taking all the DC properties off of Netflix and Hulu, which I think is fucking bullshit. Yeah, I did hear something about that. Like, I don't, I don't know what they're thinking with that, man. That's just fucking dumb. You know. Because it's like, what, you want nobody to watch this shit? Because everybody's is on fucking who I don't know anybody who had, like, everybody I work with, they had this thing. It's called, they call it the crack box. And basically it's a box that you plug into your computer and your TV, and it will find, like, all the free, you know, like the channels that have, like, the free shows and free TV or whatever. It's, like, programmed to automatically find those, find those out and play them. Now, it's illegal to download copyright stuff but it's not illegal to stream it so it's like perfectly legal and you apparently can download a program for your computer i'm not doing all that shit because that's just too that's too much to do for me personally like i don't care that much but like everybody i work with i mean like there's like 30 of us and they all have the the fucking crack box and them have cable anymore they watch their sports they watch their tv shows they watch their they watch movies before movies come out you know what i mean right um and, and you know like it's just like cable is like is is fucking going the way of the dodo and you're gonna pull you're gonna pull something off of a, a of a format that people are actually paying for. Because let me tell you something, buddy. There's not many people paying for it. And if you're gonna pull it off, and I gotta go fucking buy a ten dollar program, so I strip it off the internet in the deep dark recess of the internet and watch it for free. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know, I'll just I'll just cut off my fourteen ninety nine a month that I that I'm paying with, with you know Hulu and and Netflix and whatnot. So get off my ranting and raving about that. No worries. Uh, what do you know about this uh, Hugo Strange coming to Gotham? I I, I know nothing. Is it going to be Doctor Wong? Yes, it yeah. is going to be Doctor Wong. Uh, which um, is his or real name? Is it Doctor Wu? Is it Doctor Wu? Uh, no, it's Doctor Wong. Okay. But his real name is Wong. I think he's Doctor Wu in in um uh what is that? Bum 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 bum. What is that show? Law and Order. Oh, okay. Okay. His his real name is Wong. His last name is Wong. B D Wong. B D Wong. Yeah, and he was. Was he, he Doctor Wu in uh, Jurassic Park? Maybe. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. It's that dude. That's so racist. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, I guess it is a little bit of racist that I can't figure out. Well, it's my it's my lack of memory privilege. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, dude, I had a privilege joke that I saved up and I totally forgot it. Well, he uh, says about his role that what he is doing is indeed very, very bad. Imagine the worst thing someone might do, then multiply it by 10. <laughs> That's a very round number. It is a very <laughs> round number. It's a round number of evil, or, or evil, one might say. All right, so he is Dr. Huang, Mr. Robot. Uh, he's Dr. Wu in Lego. He is Dr. Wu in Jurassic Park. Dr. Henry Wu. He is Dr. Wu and Nurse Jackie. Let's see what else he was in. He's Dr. Lee in Awake. 
Um, a lot of doctors. A lot of doctors. He is. Uh, I wonder if that's actually Doctor Ren and Stay. <laughs> I wonder if that's actually a bit racist for real. Yep, Agent Will Do and Kim Possible. Hmm, Doctor K Chang in Chicago Hope. He's either a doctor or a captain. Let me see. and check all of his stuff. IMDB, I love this shit. Dr. Wong in The Ref. Yes. Henry Wu in Jurassic Park. Yeah, he's been Henry Wu the whole time. He's like the one character that kind of bridges the gap of all the Jurassic Park movies. Correct. Um, And I got news for you. What's that? It's Star Wars time. Ooh. Um... I don't and I, and, oh, actually, that. before we get there, I, I I made my twenty list of animated shows. Oh, cool! Yeah. Um, my number twenty is the Boondocks. Okay. Uh, I love the Boondocks. I think that the Boondocks has an important social narrative. Um, and I think that if I may criticize white people, uh, how dare how dare you criticize actually, white people? It's actually, it's actually part of my white privilege to criticize white people. It is. Um, nothing wrong with that. But if I may. I know a lot of people that don't watch Boondocks. Because they think it's racist? Because they think it's racist. <laughs> against white people. <laughs> oh, against white people. Against white people. Okay. When actually, okay. you know, to, to be honest, it would in today's society, you would think that many white people would be like, you know, they would say because of white guilt or whatever, like, no, it, it's, too it's too critical of, of urban black culture. So therefore, I, I refrain from watching it. Um. But I know I know a lot of people that just they just they they know it's controversial. They hear about racial undertones in it, and they assume that it's something it's not. Hello, I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. And I, you know, and and while they do, I mean, they do make a lot of judgments on on white people, and they have like your your very stereotypical white people in it. Yeah. It it doesn't make what they have to say about it less accurate. I agree. I mean, there's here's the thing about stereotypes, right? There has to be an element of it that is familiar for it to work. I'm not saying yeah. it has to be true. I'm saying, right. listen very carefully, there has to be an element of it that is familiar for it to have its effect. I agree. You know? Um, and and you, know, you know what's funny, man? Like, like uh, on some on some things, I think we, we love embracing our own stereotypes until somebody else, I, 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 let me, can I, can I go on a tangent here for a second? Please. With this. All right. So, you know, we do a podcast called Nerd Rage Radio. You might be familiar with it. And, um, Hopefully. <laughs> but recently, like, like, uh, you know, so, you know, just a little bit into, into my, my, my background, like, like, you know, I, I, I have different, I have different avenues of interest. I have some interests of stuff that should be, that could be very manly. You know what I mean? Ooh. You know what I mean? Very does it, manly. Does it involve tools, a beard, and a beer? Yes, absolutely. Nice. I, you know, I know how to use an axe. Very effective and efficient with an axe. <laughs> I can make a fire out of two sticks. I know some are bragging about not not. God, you but, are a manly man. But at the same how time. How many flannel shirts do you own? I want a number. <laughs> I don't think I own any, though. Not a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, you know, I know all the I know all the words of Les Miserables in uh, Phantom of the Opera. Some are brag about it, not me. Thanks, Dad. Right? Yeah. 
you know, I, you know, you know, uh, uh, what is that? Moulin Rouge, one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> but at the same time, I am also deeply ground into nerd culture, right? And, you know, I, I could stand to watch a game of football. I'm not very, you know, I, I, I'm not bad at, ba- I used to be pretty decent at basketball. Remember that one time we went and played basketball, could not make a shot the whole time? I do. Like we, we, I hadn't played, like, like growing up, I had a basketball hoop in front of my my house. Like we lived in a cul-de-sac, and the only other basketball court was the school, which is about three quarters of a mile away. But all of those basketball rims were either broken, bent, or just f- fucked up. So literally, like, like whenever you looked at the window, there was somebody playing basketball in front of my house, and like half the time we didn't even know who it was. And it was like cool. Like everybody was respectful of the basketball, and like so we played a lot of basketball. And uh, but you know. Anyway, Bobby and I one day were like, "Hey, we should go play basketball. We haven't done this in like ten years. It was it was hilarious. It was, but we had a good time. But anyway, back to the nerd culture. So recently, I've been getting a little bit a little bit sensitive on like nerd jokes from like outsiders. Really? To the point, I'm like, that's my word. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you don't know about this. You don't know about my struggles." Like and I and I, I I like literally getting a little like a little bit of you know little pennies in a wad and I don't know why yeah you know, like, and um, so anyway we're in this neighborhood now right and um, where we live and we lived here for we've been here for like two years but like I'm not you know I don't need to make any more friends you know what I mean like like if if I meet you because we have common interests and and you want to be my friend okay that's all fine and good that's what friends you know some kind of shared history that's what friends are all about but like. Just because you're the proximity of your of where you sleep at night is near where I sleep at night doesn't mean I need to be your friend, you know. Right. So I'm, but I'm trying, I'm really trying, Rico, trying to be a better man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like like, you know, fucking Facebook, and I'm like really stingy with my Facebook friend acceptance. Like every every so often, I have to do the great purge, and I like to keep it. I like to keep it around a hundred. I don't need more than 100 friends. I think 100's good. In fact, I'd like to keep it at 99. And if I haven't spoken to you in a year, like face-to-face, you might get the delete, you know? Unless there's some reason why I have to keep you there because of, like, social faux pas, you're probably going to get delete. And it's nothing personal. It's just that, you know what? Listen, you're not, you know, you're not that interesting to me, <laughs> obviously. I haven't talked to you in a year. I don't really want to, like, look at your feed I don't really want you commenting on my kids every once in a while when I put a picture up. It's not interested in that, right? So recently, um, they did an article in our local paper about our uh, our game club, right? And like a bunch of people saw it and they posted about it, and and like somebody in the neighborhood made a meme, like it's like the meme of uh, of like. Woody and Buzz Lightyear, when like you know, Woody's got his hands over Buzz Lightyear's shoulder and his hands forward, and people are like, look, you know, whatever. And he's like, look, I see nerds everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. And I know it was a joke, but it's like I kind of took offense to it. And I'm like, who the fuck are you to make that comment to me, dude? You don't know me. You know, you're not in this culture. And I, it, it was just, and I, I'm not really, I'm not literally mad at the dude. You know what I mean? Like I don't care. But like that, that, that initial reaction to it, I'm like, it's kind of off-putting. You know, like you're gonna come in my house and sit at the head of the table when I invite you at my like that. That's yeah, kinda, you know, that's kind of how do, it felt. I do, I do agree with you. I do agree with you. like some of that stuff when I see. I guess, I guess it's true, man. When I do see outsiders make the jokes, I do get a little. Yeah, yeah. I guess that is true. 
and it's just like it's like you think this is a joke and and i the other day this wasn't the other day this was a couple months ago like the the head of where i were like the big boss man all right i was in a buddy of mine's office and this guy i worked with him uh a few years back right and we, we got a lot in common in, in you have a lot of commas. A lot of comma. A lot in common in regards to some of the interests that we had, right? And, and like, we, we literally worked in the same office. It was, like, a detail-type thing uh, for, like, 18, 19 months, okay. you know? He's a little bit older than me, um, but good dude. And so I was in there. I was like, hey, man, you know, how's your daughter doing? She just gotten, she had just gotten the Air Force when I was working with him. And, you know, I, I just was, was doing catch-up. And so I walk in his office, and he's like, psyched about star wars coming out he's a big star wars fan you know i mean he's like like 77 he was a kid you know it was huge impact on his life and but he's he's similar to me like he's got like his nerdy interests but he's also you know he was like airborne he's he was a badass back in the day and he's a scuba diver and you know um he's done some other stuff and but like he's one of these dudes that he's got like a lot of wide range of interests you know he could sit down and, and talk to you about you know, you know, he's a firefighter, but at the same time, he can talk to you about Star Wars. At the same time, he can talk to you about Iron Man's that he's in. You know, and he's a smart dude. And so we're sitting in there, and uh, we're talking about Star Wars. We're geeking out about him. I'm telling him about th- these lightsabers that I sold for a ridiculous low amount of money and how, you know, expensive they are now. And in any way, he's bought like Legos and built like the Star, the new Star Wars Lego shit, and he has it decorating his office, right? Anyway, so the big boss man walks in, and now this guy was like, you know, former Marine, you know, was like, you know, you know, football guy, the jock, and he's he's probably he's probably in between our ages, right? But he's your stereotypical like, you know, captain of the football team type archetype. You know what I mean? And so he's in there, and like he trying he kind of tra- cracks a joke about Star Wars, and. And I was like, well, hey, man, you never saw this. This is like your age group. This is like right down your alley. You should have been, you, you know, this should have been your thing when you were younger. He's like, ah, no, I never really got into it. And he goes to kind of make like a, a generic jock versus nerd type joke. And he realizes that we're fucking serious. And he has like this almost panic look on his face. Like, holy shit. Like, these guys are really into this shit. And they're not scared to say it. They're like not in the closet of saying it. And like, he doesn't know how to act with it. You know, like... Like it's on, it's on some like, how dare you? De-? You know, like at first we're looking at like, are you gonna, are you gonna devalue what we're into? Because you know we don't care to fuck you. Are. This is about to get real, right? <laughs> you know, and like he doesn't know how to like to come back from it. So he's like, uh, I heard that new James Bond movie is pretty cool. Like, how can I get to something that's similar right. to this and, right. and and associate? Like, he realized like he walked into the wrong room and and and, and almost made the wrong joke, right? Right. Because like this is like. It's become the norm, and like, don't get me wrong, guys. All all these guys now who are are, are getting into the comics and getting into this stuff, I'm glad. I'm glad because you know what? It's gonna get you and me the stuff that we want to see. It's gonna get us an Infinity War movie. I never thought in my life that I would be able to see Thanos on screen wielding the Infinity Gauntlet. You know, never thought that would ever happen. You know what I mean? Um, I I would have been psyched if we just got an animated movie. You know. So it, it's cool, but it, it does it's it's getting to the thing. It's like I'm tired of people like like talking shit. It's like, listen, man, we're rolling the fucking world now, you know. We we are we are you know the the nerddoms. We're the guys who are who are 
out there getting paid, doing the damn thing. Um, you know, fucking look at fucking geeky ass Facebook owner. He's like the fourth richest man in the world now. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's well, like I don't know, man. I, I'm I, I'm getting a little a, a little tired of of uh, you know the geek nerd culture, whatever you want to call it. You know, well, I would say it's, it's it's rare that I come across that. But like, uh, there's two things. There's two things that bother me. Um, w- like, one is uh, when people belittle it and don't know shit about it. Yes. Um, and the other thing is, and take this as you will, but I hate people that get a glimpse into what you're into, and then they try to connect with you about it. Yes. In yes. one way in particular. And only one way. Talking shit. I love Big Bang Theory. <laughs> like whenever that hits the table, yeah, I get fucking pissed. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, I'm like, look, dude, like, 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 I think that's cool that you like it and all that, but you got to understand, for us, that is blackface. Laugh, it's blackface. <laughs> oh, man, we're gonna get in trouble, man. But it is. It's, it's like it's it's making a mockery of it. Like it's a fucking you know. And that's not to say like if you enjoy it, then good, you enjoy it, and that goes for nerds too. But like when I tried to watch it because I heard people constantly telling me like, dude, you need to watch it. You'd love it. When I watched it, I was like, dude, this is a fucking mockery. Yeah. You know, like um. Uh, but whatever. Um, that, that's 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 what kind of bothers me. But what's interesting is like recently I have had the uh, experience of, um, like I've been talking to Star Wars people. Like like my supervisor, uh, who's like he's not even like my supervisor. He's like my supervisor's supervisor's supervisor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the type of guy that when he walks into a room, you know, everybody is kind of like 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 oh why here he here he here he is. You know, this is a big guy. Yeah. Um, well, he comes to, like, my little division of, of, of work, and he makes it known, like, like hey, I, I need to speak to Bobby. <laughs> yeah. And people are, like, people are freaking out. Mm-hmm. You know, like, people that are coming, like, you know, oh, find him, find Bobby, find Bobby. They're like, dude, like, he wants to see you. Uh, we'll call him uh, Ed. Mm-hmm. Ed, Ed. Ed needs to see you. He needs to see you right away. I don't know. He came in looking for you. I don't know anything about it, but he came looking for you. So he's in this room. I see him. He's like, come in and close the door. At that point, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. What did like, I do? And I'm trying to, like, I'm like thumbing, <laughs> I'm thumbing through everything. What did I, you do, Ray? And for what some did reason, you do? Like, I always think that something from my past has come up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. before I was an upstanding citizen. Yes. And. Oh, shit. God uh, damn. Yeah. I'm freaking out. Like, like I'll tell you, like it's a truthful, it's a truthful thing for me to, to to admit to you. Like every now and then, I get I get very concerned. Out, like my, I've I've cleaned my car like a hundred thousand times. Like mm-hmm. it's I know it's fine, but every now and then I get worried that I'm gonna get pulled over and the guy's gonna have a dog with him and he's gonna find some weed seed that was in there from like ten years ago. Yeah, and I'm gonna get pinched. Yeah, because of some, you know, and I and I know that's did just you a, just did you just say pinched? Yeah, let me just. Let me just revel in that for a second. Okay, did, continue. Wait, did you for, did you forget? Wait, <laughs> have we done our five movie conversation? <laughs> no, we, we should. We, we should. should. But continue this rage story. So, like, uh, I, I go into the room, 
And I close the door, and like I, I'm like I'm like trying, like I got my I got my job interview face on. Yeah, it, it, do you have like the 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 knot in your throat yet? Yeah, uh, yeah. The dry Dude, mouth, my, my stomach, my I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Because <laughs> like this person, there's no reason why this person would need to see me one on one. Like even if he did need to see me one on one, it would it, it would get passed down to two other people before it got to me, and yeah. it'd be two other one on ones before that. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I'm I'm like holy shit this is it and like I sit down and um I pull up a chair and he's like I don't understand how the empire has come back when they blew up the death star at the end of return of the jedi <laughs> and I was like oh my god and this guy uh. this guy uh who I never knew was into this sort of thing yeah and he might me, not have been. He might ask, just be getting into it now. No, no, he was into it. Oh, for real? Yeah. Good ask, for him. Me, ask me questions about The Force Awakens for 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Now, this guy, in order to come see me, had to leave his office to come see me. Yeah. And and your boss is outside the door, like, sweating bullets. Correct. My whole crew. <laughs> Dude, I would not tell them what it was about. <laughs> no, it's too late. Oh, like, man, you should have like, oh, dude, that would have been the best. But like, um, so like, you know, we talked about it and then like, he, I was like, he even name dropped on me, mm-hmm. name dropping son of a bitch. Mm. And that was, I like remember him we already. That, remember we talked about that delicate dance that Star Wars fans. Oh do? yeah. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. He was like, so is there, cause like I'm telling him, I'm, I'm using nerve rage talk. I'm like, look, we have what we call the EU and the ECU. <laughs> you know, I'm like, EU is the old expanded universe. ECU is the expanded canonized universe. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. And he's like, oh, okay, so no more Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ooh. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Uh, you little put him there. Um, but uh, apparently, like, his kids read a lot of the novels, so they, like, brought him up to speed on a lot of the novels. Gotcha. Um, but, like, anyway, like, I, I, I walked out of that, that room. He comes back to see me later on that evening. And it's like, I forgot to ask about this, this, and this. <laughs> and we talked for like another 45 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah, but like, it's funny because I came out and I talked to like the, um, the guys that I, I work with. And like, all of a sudden, it, legitimi- it, it legitimized it to them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and then like, funny? But, but what's also funny is like, I was telling them about Star Wars. And like, I was telling them about like, I was like, I was like, you got to understand, like for a kid, like when you see Han Solo, like when you're a kid, and you're looking up to like form who you are and what's cool to you. And you see this guy sitting at a table with his foot up on the table at a public restaurant and shoots a guy underneath the table and then tosses a coin to the bartender and says, sorry for the mess. Like you think you've just seen the baddest motherfucker on the face of the planet. And like, I'm telling this to them because now they're interested because they're like, why would this, this uppity up want to come talk to you about this? And and they're like, wait, I, I think, and they start describing what they thought Star Wars is. And what's interesting is what they're describing is Star Trek. Mm. That is interesting. They're like, I thought it was like a crew of guys, and they're on a ship, and they just kind of fly around, and they have other ships, and they have fights with other ships. And I was like, no, man. I was like, that's, that's very Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Star Wars is much more of a Lord of the Rings in space. Yeah. Um. But anyway, just interesting stuff. So, uh, number nineteen. Like, I had something else to say before you're done. No, I'm sorry. Um, 
But let me just backtrack. So I mean, like, let me ask you, I mean, do you, do you think that you think that we're we're a little too prissy? We're being a little too prissy about this whole thing? I think that we're just um I think maybe, you know, but but at the same time I think that like it's just like those Marvel movies. Like it's it's like there's a difference between laughing with us and laughing at us. Yeah. Well, and I think that I think that we've gotten used to Joe Citizen, yeah, becoming a fan and then laughing with us. Because even they can recognize stuff that doesn't feel right, you know, mm-hmm. and they laugh about it, and we laugh with them because now we know that they're a fan. Yeah, and then versus the laughing at us. Well, it's funny, man. Like, so, like, let me let me say, like, my wife is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, if you guys, it, it's yes, funny. We <laughs> hey there. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about that, Bobby. <laughs> amazing with a cucumber, if you. <laughs> <laughs> tag team what <laughs> anyway um i think we take it too far anyway uh so you're all distracted now i am distracted now <laughs> <laughs> i got a little visualization like who told you about the cucumber um it was delicious anyway so like you know we had the uh the reporter in here the other day and the photographer came in to take pictures of like the group we were all here playing a game and um he was like, are you married? And I was like, yeah. He's like, really? Do you have kids? I was like, yeah, I've got three. He's like, holy shit, you got a good wife. Like, I do, I do. And, you know, if, if, if you guys ever came, and some of you might have seen, like, the pictures of my basement and, and Bobby's basement. It's it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, we're in, we're one percenters. You know, we're one percent nerders. But anyway, you know, my wife lets me have all this this, this dumb shit and spend a lot of time, like, you know, three hours on a, on a fucking podcast every week. And, um, and actually, maybe maybe more than that, because it looks like Chris wants to get together for a beer and bolters. When? Uh, tonight. You down? You want to make that? You down? Awesome. Double double podcast day. Double podcast for best friends forever. <laughs> so anyway, but like you know, eat your heart out, free Willie. That's right. So like you know, my wife and like my daughters are named after comic book characters. You know, and my wife is all in. My wife knows like every. My wife knows like every female DC character ever. That's that's worth a damn knowing. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, you know she's into it. She you know we, she would go see all these movies. You know she could be, she knows the difference between a between a dreadnought and a transformer. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and every once in a while she'll surprise me. She'll say something, but she does have her jokes. You know she does have her jokes with me, which is fine. Like, you know, I'll be, she'll be like, hey, how, how did the game day go? I was like, oh, it was awesome. You know, we did this and that. We had this really cool campaign or there was this time that this happened. She's like, all right, well, cool. But did you roll a four or a six? And that's kind of like her, her, her like, jab. You know what I mean? And it, it is fine. It's funny. We laugh right now. But uh, but recently, you know, as we've been engaging with some of these some of these locals, some of these ruffians, not ruffians, that's not the, the, the right word. You know, uh, we need a word. You know how, like, Harry Potter, they have muggles? Yeah. Yeah. Need a word for non-nerd people. I feel like we've been saying Joe Public or Joe Citizen, but I, uh, like... yeah, I don't think that's enough. We do have like in in the in the in the Rustman clan, we do have a it's it's it's, it's mean, but we do have a, a term for like um, less attractive girls who try too hard. We call them uggles, <laughs> <laughs> like muggles. My brother invented that. I gotta get dude. I gotta get my brother on the show. He's funny as shit. He is, but he's like he's like a. He's like Joker funny. Sometimes it's scary. Anyway, so, but like, uh, you know, she's been making kind of comments, you know, and like falling into the trap of like, oh, yeah, I had the nerds over today. And like recently I had to be like, listen, I'm, you're, you're, you're starting to cross the line here, you know? 
You start. It's like just, if you're a what. <laughs> I want to go back to this analogy, but it's like, it's like if 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 you know, if uh, if somebody is is married to a, somebody of another subculture, doesn't necessarily give them a right to to use the subculture's slang and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're you're in, you're in the clique. You know, you, you got some street cred with it, but you, there's a there's a certain point you got to stop. You know, a certain point you still got to respect it and like. Yeah, it, it gets it, it. I don't know why it's been bothering me, but it, it it has been here recently, you know. And it's not that I'm ashamed of it, you know. By all means, I'm not ashamed of it, but it's something that should be respected because it's, you know, it it, it has value, it has meaning. I think that that's what it is. I yeah. think that at this point, you feel like it's it, not you, but the general you. Yeah. Well, you know, like and it's earned itself enough respect where you can't fuck with it like that anymore. And here's the thing that kind of kills me, right? And I'm gonna use the analogy of sports because I got a lot of dudes. Like this is one dude in particular, he is a sports fanatic. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's baseball, if it's hockey, if it's basketball, if it's football, if there is a object that moves through space that is somewhat round, <laughs> be it a hockey putt, puck, a baseball, a basketball, or a football, he knows every motherfucker who manipulates that object. Like, right. the stats. Like, he'll sit there and fucking... You know, go, go, and he's a young dude. He's like maybe 32, and he'll like rattle off all these baseball stats from like 1935, and it's just ridiculous. I'm like, dude, that is like, that is the most asinine to me. It's the most asinine bullshit ever. It's like a total waste of of thought and energy. But you know what? I still respect it because that's what he's into. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't disrespect it, but it's like, like, I, I, I'm, like, I'm sorry, but like, uh. Like, in all of human civilization, right? Storytelling, there's this awesome fucking uh, podcast to listen to. It's Hardcore hardcore History. But he talk, he's, like, talking about this last recent uh, episode. He's talking about, like, the the hot gates and the Spartans. And, um, you know, when writing first started in, in our human history, it was very blunt. It was very factual. Um, but as historians started, like, basically being more colorful, 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 colorful. Yes. That's the word. I can't talk right now. Um, pan, pan, pam, the whole pan, pan situation. But basically what happened is, is that, you know, Alexander the great would have basically a press agent. They used to come with them. They used to document all of his actions. And of course it was going to be through a glass that made him look good, you know? And, you know, so his history, history is, is a lot of it is, is fiction. You know, a lot of history that we say is fact has been skewed and exaggerated to make the, you know, the winners, you know, they have that, you know, you know, the history is, is, is told by the, the winning parties, you know, that, that's a, the that, guys that, always win wars. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, when it comes down to it is, is like storytelling is a pivotal part of our evolution. You know, it is huge. And I believe that, that comic books and stuff like this is our modern day mythology as do I. Um, it is a very important part of our culture. And, like, uh, not for nothing, I'm going to go broke here. I don't care how much money sports games make. And I, and I say it purposely. I, I know. I, I, I understand, you know, the different you know, verbiage for, for games and whatnot. But storytelling is, I, I would say, more important than games, than, than sports games, sports matches. Um, <laughs> you know, the sporting competitions. Yeah, and like, I'm, and I'm kind of like, 
and I and I I'm kind of pissed off that people devalue it, but at the same time they're guilty of the same craziness of being right fanatics and remembering all these fucking facts. Like yes, I I I recall fictional history, you know, and we discuss fictional history and the characters and the play and whatnot, uh, and it's and it's it's coming from the same cloth. But you know, I don't devalue what those people, if those people want to dress up and put and paint their faces and wear jerseys and scream in a stadium until they're hoarse and drink beer and watch grown men slap each other's asses. Hey man, go for it, dude. I'm happy for you, you know, and I will fully support you. But when it's my turn, fucking show me the same respect, you know? Right. Um, that's, that's, that's my only, that's my only issue. And I, and I, and I'm just, I'm tired, like, like fantasy football. And I was like, oh, you guys playing your football Dungeons and Dragons? Like own that shit. You know, like, dude, I sit at, I sit around with grown men and paint toy models and move them on a table and roll dice. I own that shit, you know, own your shit. And I don't disparage other people's stuff, you know? So that's all I have to say. I've actually gotten better about not disparaging other people's stuff because I thought like, you know, this is my same thing. You know, what's funny is, uh, uh, so for those listening, a friend of ours, uh, JR, um, awesome dude, funny dude. Um, he's got an amazing head of hair too. His wife, Jennifer. Is um, is just like she she never ceases to amaze me, right? Like yeah, like and she is the only significant other of any friend of mine that has never given me any shit for hanging out with one of my friends. <laughs> like that is a fucking fact. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, she uh, so her daughter, well, their her, their daughter is really into Jim and the holograms, mm-hmm. and I have been critical of the Jim and the hologram movie, having never seen it. Yes, and she has uh, has has always confronted me on it. She's Jennifer's a very straightforward person, so you're gonna hear her thoughts on on anything. And yes, and she said, uh, you know, I would expect that you would be a little bit more respectful of you know someone's hobby, whatever. Ooh, right, and, and called you out. Yeah, and she's right, but what she doesn't understand is that like I'm being. I'm almost being an advocate for their daughter. Who I'm not going to mention by name because I don't know how he feels about it. But yeah, um, who I, I love, I love their kid. Like you know, and their kid and Jana get along, and it's it's great. But I'm being an advocate for her because I'm like, look, like I don't really give a shit about Jim and the Holograms, but this little girl I know does, mm-hmm. and this movie is a travesty to the Jim that this girl loves. Okay, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's jennifer being a bit removed from the culture in that regard mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she mistakes my criticism for being critical of her interest of you know her, which which is, is just yeah, cri- like, that, that's that's important criticism isn't always being critical that's true you know um but anyway uh so let me get to number 19 jesus um the simpsons uh i, I think that the simpsons is like in my opinion like the comedy animated show standard and like, it's fucking grandpa. And like, all the jokes are fun and fun, and they're fine and dandy. But when grandpa is is there, you gotta give grandpa his respect. Okay. Um, I can buy into that. Number eighteen is the Avengers. Uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Correct. Okay. I th- I just think they did a good job. I didn't uh, even sh- know you watched that. Yeah, I watched it on Netflix. I th- I think they did a good job showcasing the characters mm-hmm. and uh, Easter egging the fuck out of that universe. Yes. Um, you know, which I, I was just a fan of in general. Uh, number 17, Dr. Katz. Ooh. Dr. Katz. 
Look at you. I that show cracked me up. For those who don't know, it was uh, it was a show on Comedy Central. It was crudely done, and yes, crude the, isn't. I don't even know if crude is the right, <laughs> right word. It was about a shrink whose son was too old to be living with him. Yes, but but was living with him. Yes, and he was a therapist, but he was basically a therapist for comedians. Yeah. So all the comedians would come in and they would joke. Like, and it would be like this. It, that would be the joke, even though it was all kind of like true stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's actually where the Dr. Francis thing kind of has a lot of its origin basis with me. Yeah, you guys need to. You guys need to do another one of those. Yeah, I'll try to get a hold of that guy and see if we can't make it happen. Yeah. Um, number sixteen is Spawn. Uh, basically for the same thing that, that you said, just it being an Americanized adult-themed cartoon that made no apologies about it. Yeah. Um, it, it did what the Japanese were doing, except it, it held its nuts and it stood its ground, mm-hmm. um, which I don't feel like America is very good with doing. Um, uh, 15, G.I. Joe. And uh, the reason why is, is a lot of reasons why I loved a lot of 80s cartoons. The abundance of characters without any need for a proper introduction, and you grew to appreciate that character from just seeing them around and, and learning their character as opposed to being told their character. Okay. I can, um, co- I can co-sign that. And I also think that a lot of visual designs were very cool, um, like uh, especially among the, the Cobra forces. Like a lot of the infantry that they used like, just had a cool design. Like the, the Crimson Guard is still like one of the coolest fucking helmets I've ever seen. <clears throat> um, number 14 is Voltron. And I think it was because when I was a kid, it was like, it, it really seemed like, I guess it being a proper anime in a lot of ways, it seemed like I was watching something that wasn't what I should be watching in a way. Like, it seemed like I was like, it, this Tron never felt to me like Transformers or G.I. Joe or anything else. It always felt like something that was more refined and something that was a bit more like I just happened to be let in on this this bigger world that was going on around me that I had no idea was even a thing. Um, it seemed very foreign, but that hmm. was like the allure of it. Hmm. Um, like, you, have you ever speaking of Ultron? Have you ever seen like the like the I guess the R-rated one? I don't know. There's like a, there's a very beginning of the Voltron, and I don't I don't think it was ever released in the states, but it's like it's like the kind of like the uh, synapses of, of Voltron's earlier career before he's rediscovered hmm. and him like killing a bunch of monsters. I don't know. I don't think I have. Hmm. Um, number 13, Mario Brothers. Hmm. I love that goddamn show. The one with uh, Rubber Band Man, Lou, that like had like the preview, like the, uh, like, had the real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. That hosted it and every Friday was uh, Link. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like I just thought that was cool, and I loved, uh, like I loved how they like blew the universe out, so that like, you know, Mario Brothers two always seemed very different from the other Mario Brothers, um, yeah, shenanigans. But they they were able to tie that into like the greater universe of what Mario Brothers is. That's because Mario Brothers two was initially some other game that they just shoehorned Mario in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they made it a dream in the right. Mario storyline. But I loved how, like, you know, it was like you'd see Koopa and you'd see Mauser and you'd see, like, or, or was it the same Mauser? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you'd see them all, like, together. Like, I, I just loved the connectivity of it. And I looked, and it was like a daily show cartoon. I loved it. I loved it. 
Um, number 11, Visionaries. Visionaries. Um, and the reason why I like Visionaries is because... Badass came, song? It, badass song. For mm. uh, Mystical Tigers for two. <laughs> the reason why I like Visionaries was because like Visionaries came along a little bit later in my life, and it was at a point where I could understand and respect a more advanced kind of storytelling. And Visionaries met that need of that audience, I feel like. Like, that was the first time I watched a cartoon series and was like, this is bigger than good guys versus bad guys. You know, I got to go back and watch that again because I liked it, but I felt like I never could, like, watch it. Like, I never, like, I always missed it. You know what I mean? Not And not yeah. that I wanted to miss it. Like, I wanted to watch it, but I just felt like I just was always like, oh, fuck, I'm late. I stayed out playing too long, you know? Before all kids did was watch TV. Gotcha. You know, it's, it's something to say real quick. I mean, I'll, I'll, like, people, like, kids nowadays will never understand that you had to be, like, on your shit. Because there was no, because there was no resources. Yeah. There's TV Guide, but your parents always fucking capitalized it. Yeah, well, I never, my parents never bought TV Guide. Well, it came in the Sunday paper. Um, my parents never got the Sunday paper. Oh. <laughs> like, I remember, uh, what I would do is when my, we were at the uh, grocery store, I would grab the TV guide and read it and try to memorize, memorize that shit. Uh, it, so it was a chore, man. It was not. It was not simple. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, I, I think I used to call you because you used to have it. You used to have the TV guides and whatnot, but I didn't have TV guide, man. Yeah, my dad used to keep the one out of the paper, which was actually an easier one to use than the proper magazine. There was no. Yeah, there was no internet. There was no nothing. You had to like, you know, really m- remember your shits. Um, and so, and then sometimes you just had to wait, you had to wait through crap. Yeah. You know? well, let me, let me, let me expand on that a bit to, to, to any younger, potentially younger listeners. So TV God was a magazine that was published that had the schedule and channel, but it had the channel by name. So it was like WBAL for, for whatever, or yeah. UPN or whatever it was, but not necessarily the channel number because that varied from city to city. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a, a separate publication that you could buy or subscribe to. Yes. However, a lot of uh, like Sunday papers, like my dad got the Washington Post or whatever, or the Baltimore Sun, I think is what we used to get because we lived closer to Baltimore. So in the Baltimore Sun, they'd have an extra slip inside there on Sunday that was a weekly TV guide for the week, and then it had it broken down by channel number, which is just easier. It's a little user-friendly, but not every uh, paper did that. Yeah. Um, and then you'd have to kind of like look through it at the beginning of the week and look for shows that you wanted to see Mm -hmm. and plan your week around it. Yep. And then there's sometimes you had to pick like, like two shows are playing at the same time on different channels. Yeah. So like, oh shit, do I want to watch Visionaries or do I want to watch Superman? And you put that bitch on, uh, what was it? Last or whatever, the button that would flip back and forth between the two channels you would watch. Yep. Trying to Um, see if you can catch it between the the commercials to see what was going on. And then, um, so number 11, Mask. Um, Crusaders. Mask worked on me because it was supposed to. If you like G.I. Joes and you like Transformers, well, you'll probably like when they put G.I. Joes inside of Transformers. (laughs) Um, Sign me up. And I was a huge fan. Uh, Number 10 is Transformers Prime. Really? Yep. I feel Mm. like that show is a very underrated show. Like, it's well-written. The characters are, are, are fully developed. Um, there's real drama. There's real consequence. People have criticized it for being too dark, 
but I feel like it's just the touch of dark that we needed. Um, I will say this about that show. Um, when we went to that first, was it TFCon that we went to? BotCon. Yeah. BotCon. Yeah. Went to that first BotCon, and they were, they already had the Transformers anime. That no, they were they were auditioning for Transformers anime. Though. Oh, that's it. Um, and and like I was disgusted by the Transformers anime. And so when when Transformers animated, animated. animated my bad. Uh, so when Transformers Prime came out, I was like, eh, fuck that. That's gonna be the same noise. But I think you were on Good Morning Cybertron at the time. Is that right. correct? Yes, I think I was. Um, and you guys would always talk about it, and it actually got me into it. And I've and I've watched I've watched several episodes of that, and it was a pretty good show. Yeah, it's a solid show, solid writing. Yeah. Stuff. I think that it should have ended at the end of season three and not had that additional movie. I don't know if you ever caught any of that. I did not see that movie. Well, the end of season three, spoilers. Um, Bumblebee is a lot like Bumblebee from the movie universe where he's had his voice destroyed yeah. by Megatron. Well, at the end of season three, he like falls into this energon pit. It's like a healing energon pit. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what sort of effect it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think if, if memory serves me correct, Megatron is on the verge of killing Optimus. Mm-hmm. And then Megatron catches this sword through his back. A giant sword? Giant sword. Out of chest. I think it's the Star Saber. Yes. And uh, Which only a Prime can yield. Can wield. And, and Megatron looks and turns around to see who did this to him. And it's Bumblebee. And Bumblebee speaks for the first time and says, you will never hurt anyone else. And, like, that was, like, a fucking, like, oh, shit. They just went there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Number nine, South Park. South Park, to me, is the only true voice of logic and reason that has been consistent in this country for more than ten years. And that's why I love it. Yeah. Number eight, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, the original I, I, one, like the ones we grew up with. Yes. Okay. I th- I, th- I I'm getting a little bit of feedback, by the way. Oh, like my a, bad. Um, like an echo on my voice. Not anymore. It's weird. Hello. Yeah, I'm just I'm muting my mic. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Um, turtles is because of the amount of characters that they introduced, how they introduced them. And it's it uh, and it kind of being the last of its kind, like it's the bookend, right? Like if if like if like uh, Transformers or He Man or any of those those eighty four shows was book one, like Turtles is the last book of like these great childhood shows that had a fuck ton of characters, um, a kind of an epic type saga to them, and had a toy line that pushed them. Um, so that's that's why. And Turtles is also one of those things that's painful to go back and watch, though. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. That, that and He-Man. It, I mean, yeah. it's, it's... I don't We're even know if there. painful is, is the word. We're going to get there. It's... Oh, what? Go ahead. So, number seven is X-Men, the animated series. And uh, it's like... It's the first of its kind... And like in the sense of it being a superhero show that took the subject matter seriously, had yes. real life consequences, had yes. uh, consequences Warp died. with lasting effects, um, just good stuff all around, and 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 did a ton of fan service, which was also kind of a first of its kind kind of thing. Yep. Um, 
Number six, Transformers, the 80s show. Uh, for the same reasons as G.I. Joe, just that it's it's it resonated with me more. Number five is Justice League Unlimited. Um, and I think that Justice League Unlimited is almost the pinnacle of what X-Men started. I would um, agree. And uh, there's one exception to that, and that's we'll get to it when it's my number one choice. Uh, number five, I mean, number four, Batman the Animated Series. And that's because of the amount of love of the source material that, that show had. Yeah. Um, and then the I way don't, I don't I don't know if any other show has taken the characters as serious uh, somebody's somebody else's characters and history as serious as that show. Yeah. And 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 the way that they introduced new characters and it made them seem like you knew them forever. Yeah. Um, number three is Clone Wars. And it's just because of the, like, I don't know if I know another American animated series that has that sort of scope that Clone Wars does. Like, and, and, and the fact that Clone Wars, I feel like, is mandatory. Like, it, mm-hmm. it was needed by, by us. Like, it, 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 it did what the prequels didn't, which was show you what the Clone Wars was all about. Um, number two is He-Man 2000. Hmm, wow. I, yep. I love that series. I think that it it built on the foundation of the old one, but it built a yes. whole new house. Yes. And every element of that house was fully fleshed out in a way that the original house never was. Let me let me say one thing about that show though. The biggest issue with that show and and that show did pretty well on my list. I think it was like number 9 or so. It would have got better, but my one complaint is a stupid snake armor upgrade that he never got rid of. You know, like late in the late in the season, yeah, he, you and they know, brought in this statement. But I, but I also loved how like the Snake Men were like always in Snake Mountain. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, the, the story was cool. The only the the my only criticism is they 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 went stupid to support the toy line. You know, I, I feel like they walked away from the from the history of the characters to sell more toys, um, and that toy line didn't even do very well. You know, and maybe that's why. Uh, but that was that was really disappointing that they like I wouldn't have minded I would have had an issue with one Snake Man gear up you know episode, but like he got this stupid snake gear and the stupid bracelet thing with these pinchers on it, and it was just dumb, you know. But anyway, that 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 was my only that's my only real criticism of the show. I love the uh, origin of of uh, King Grayskull. That was f- fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff was you great. Know? A lot of all their origin stuff was great. Yes, and and they were and they were origins that you never had really before. Yeah, I agree. Even um, Evelyn's. Yep. And then number one, which may come as a shock to you, is uh, X Men Evolution. Really? Yep. And wow, that is re- shocking. The reason why it is my number one is because I think it built upon this foundation that was laid before it with the X-Men, the animated series and with the, the Batman, the animated series, like, and then just the animated Superman animated and all that kind of shit. And it raised the stakes. And I feel like it perfected that genre of storytelling. Like hmm. it, it's, it's large in its scope. It takes the source material serious. It takes the character serious. There's lasting consequences. The art is good. Like the animation is good. Like everything is like, it's like the the uh, it's the it's like it's like 
for what we have available, it's the end of the road. Hmm. Um, and my, and my honorable mentions were He-Man from the 80s, but the reason why I can't make the list is because it just doesn't stand the test of time at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Super androgynous. Spider-Man from the 90s. Okay. Um, and and the, the reason why they didn't make the list is because, like, the reason why it would be on the list is the same reason why uh, stuff like uh, Avengers is on the list. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like it did it as well as Avengers, so therefore it didn't make the list. Okay. You know, uh, and then uh, Justice League, the one before Unlimited, and Superman, and both of those for kind of the same reasons. Um, yeah. And then also uh, Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Dude, you need to watch Gargoyles. Yeah, yeah, I probably do. I think my buddy David's got the DVDs. It's 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 good. It's worth watching. Um so let's I, move I don't on to... I don't think I know anybody who's seen it who's not like that's a good fucking show. Let's you move know? on to Star Wars. Okay. Um I, I, how long is our show so far? 2 hours. Okay. Two um hours. let's move on to Star Wars. So we were written um by a gentleman and I won't put his name out there because I don't know if he wants his name out there, but he sent us to his blog on Tumblr, and I will put that out there. It's Ghost Estate or Go See State. G-O-S-E-E-S-T-A-T-E on Tumblr, if you guys are interested. Um, and he wrote a blog on there about the relationship between Han Solo and Chewbacca um, mm-hmm. and, and why it's important and, and what it's built on. And it, it mainly comes down to like communication and stuff and all that. And it's, 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 it's a good read. So I just want to plug him and tell him, thanks for sharing it with us privately. Um, and then recommend that you guys go read it to hopefully send that, that, that young gentleman some, some traffic. Now let's get into some news. So real quick, just to get it out of the way, we, we talked last week that we'd heard rumors of shadow troopers being in rogue one. Mm-hmm. And we get a box art of Ooh. upcoming Star Wars material that's got a Shadow Trooper for, for down at the bottom left corner. Really? As promotional uh, material for Rogue One. That's awesome, dude. Yep. So that's, pr- I would say it's all but confirmed. Yeah. Um, and it even says Shadow Trooper on it. Like, it's, it's, it's a Star Wars Rogue One Shadow Trooper. And it looks like it's an official image. So I would say it's 99.9% confirmed. Doesn't it feel good? I would say 99.8%. Doesn't it feel good to be validated, my friend? Every once in a while. Um, so we have a, uh, a small moment from Rogue One. Now, this is a, a little spoilery. A lot of this stuff is kind of spoilery. Uh, so, Tyler, if you want to back out now, but I, I think he's more of a saga, saga concerns. Oh, did he ever uh, confirm that? Did he ever respond to your message? Yes, yes. He said he's A-OK with spoiling everything but Star Wars. And the stuff that we've been doing recently hasn't... It hasn't been, like, spoilery enough for him to back out. Okay, cool. Um, but he's, Glad he to have you the whole he show, says he, But he is kind of, like, worried that it's becoming, like, uh, like a test drug. And by the yeah. time it's time to start turning it off, that he may not be able to, because now he's, like, gonna, hooked on the information. We're going to turn you out, girl. Um... But anyway, in Star Wars Rogue One, part of a standalone series of films, Eunice plays a rebel leader. She said, I did a small feature in Star Wars Rogue One. There was really an awesome experience. Don't have lines, but it was incredible. I was originally supposed to play a nomad, but a small scene where I run and there's a tank, and that comes after me with 20 stormtroopers. There's loads of explosions. Hmm. So, sounds like, a, 
Sounds like there's some action coming. This doesn't sound too, that's not super spoilery no, either. No. There's enough vagueness. I, I would expect there'd be explosions and there'd be a chase scene and there'd be stormtroopers. It does sound good to have a lot of stormtroopers though. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to. Think I wonder if, I if they're going to talk about getting away from the clones. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Be interesting so, to see how they're, they're recruiting their stormtroopers. There is a, a, a ECU book coming. And for those okay. out there getting with the program, that's expanded canonized universe that Adam and I coined the term. <laughs> um, I think I got to give you proper credit for that. It's called, ah, it's a team. It's called Bloodline. And it's by Claudia Gray. Now, Claudia Gray wrote that book, Lost Star- Stars, that wasn't much to write home about. Um, but uh, there's an excerpt from there, and it says, uh, she, 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 let's see what she says. Um, Leia, played by Carrie Fisher in the movies, is professionally at a good place as a senator and leader in a peaceful new republic decades after the fall of Vader and the Emperor's stranglehold on the galaxy. However, Grey says that a new generation doesn't remember the lessons of the rebellion or recognize the wrongs of the Empire. And Leia begins to see the cracks in the foundation that could lead to a dangerous future for the galaxy. Family is a major theme overall in the Star Wars films, and it plays a key role in one of the book's most significant events. One that has a pretty far-reaching repercussions for several characters, Grace says. However, this novel isn't fundamentally about Leia as a wife, sister, or mom. This is about her role she's recreated for herself since the fall of the Empire and the one she takes by the time of The Force Awakens. Hmm. <clears throat> Some characters from the recent film make an appearance in Bloodline, though Grey is introducing a lot of new players that will mean absolutely nothing to anyone. I added that bit by myself. <clears throat> um, the most important is Ransom Castafar... Castrofo, a guy Gray describes as an ambitious young senator of who cares, who cares. Gray sets the scene for an excerpt with Leia as one of the guests in an early morning meeting that many seem to be one more day in politics, but it's actually a talk over a critical decision about the galaxy's future. She thinks that will be another day of policy discussions until she realizes an ominous warning. Um, so anyway, it seems like this book, and I will read this, but I, I might be tied up in the fucking Fate of the Jedi series, but I will be yeah. reading I'm, I will be reading this, but it, it you know, <clears throat> I don't think they're going to give us much in this ECU, to be honest, at least not until these three films are done. I think they're going to start sneaking in Snoke, of course. That would be nice. Um, and then there's another theory that's kind of hit the radars recently of Ezra from the Rebels being a main yeah, villain in, in Episode 8. Um, what did you think of it? Um, I mean, you think he's gonna be Snoke? No, I don't. I don't know. Or, he's, uh, or Benicio del Toro, Toro's whatever. I think he's gonna be. I think they're they're saying he's gonna be Benicio del Toro's character, which he does look like he could be a young Benicio del Toro. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I think that I, I I'm not sure that Rebels will ever cross over with the saga, but I wouldn't be opposed to it either. I don't know, man. I, I think I think we might see it. I mean, it, it depends on what Disney wants to do. Like, I, I would say that if it was just... I would say if it was normal Star Wars, like, you know, bad Star Wars, yeah, it wouldn't be an issue. Um, but now I feel like um, Disney might might be a little bit more gun-shy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. To, to mix everything together. Oh, dude! Fuck, we forgot to talk about the, the Ant-Man Hulk commercial. Oh. Uh, eh. we'll, we'll get back to that. I don't really I feel like it. It was fine, but I don't really yeah. feel like it needs talking about. I mean, we both <laughs> liked it. 
Yeah. Um, so, one other thing I wanted to talk about with Star Wars is Shadows of the Empire. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember Shadows of the Empire? The video game? Well, I'm glad you said that. So, Shadows of the Empire was a book. It was a novel that took place between episodes four and five, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it was five and six. No, it was between five and six. And, or maybe it was three. Doesn't matter. It took place between one of the original saga films. I think it was five. Je- Jesus. Because I think Han was already frozen in carbonite. Okay. That's the only reason why I say that. So anyway, here it is. When I was younger, so this, this fucking book came out. And it wasn't as popular amongst Star Wars fans as, like, the Timothy Zahn stuff, like Heir to the Empire, Empire, Dark Force Rising, or Last Command, or any of that. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't anywhere near popular, but it got a toy line. It got a soundtrack. It got a video game. It got a book, and then it got a comic adaptation. Sweet. It was fine. But I always thought it was weird. Do you know what I mean? I think they're just. I think that they were just trying to go for the. Uh, just trying to cash in as much as they could on that concept. Turns out, I found out why. All it was, was a test run to see how they were going to do the prequels. Really? Yep. Read this article about it, and it was saying how like the Lucasfilm marketing team were gearing up. They hadn't done like a big push in so long. Uh-huh. That they wanted to test the market and see how it res- would respond to a multimedia um, product push. Huh. Yeah. I thought that was interesting as well. That is very interesting. Um, but I remember as a kid thinking that it was strange. Do you know what I mean? And now yeah. I- I'm just glad that that mis- is like one of those mysteries of my life totally solved. Hmm. Um, so then I think lastly for Star Wars stuff – this week, I wanted to ask you a question. And then I was also going to answer it myself. Um, let's say you could recanonize five things from the EU. Ooh, dude. You put me in a trap, dude. No, no, no. It's not a trap. It is a trap. Why? Because to recanonize some of the stuff, I'd have to undo. Is it recanonized stuff? That's recanonize what you can. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm willing to do that. <laughs> Good. Because you know where I'm going there, right? If I didn't say something right, what, you mean you didn't want Jaina in it? No, no. You no. don't want Jaina because you don't like Jaina? No. Well, see, that's one of the things with me. Like, like if, if, like one of my goals would be to recanonize a, 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 a very awesome female pilot who is mechanically inclined and also a, a solo member. Okay. Okay. But I think I might be getting that. Um, would you be okay with Han having a love child named Jaina that's not... No, yes. like her, her being a Skywalker is a big deal. Okay. Um, but go ahead. Five things. <sighs> Man, you've kind of put me on the spot. This is difficult. Would you like me to go first? Um, no. Okay. Because you're going you're gonna to cloud my judgment okay. with, your, with your dark side. Fair enough. Um... I would like to see Plagueis, and uh, like the, the stuff from the book, because I mean he's still technically canon. Is he? Yeah, because he's talked about in episode three. Oh, true, true. Um, 
Okay, give, just give me a second. Give me a second here. <laughs> okay. Give me a second. You have uh, you know, all the comics, books, video games, uh, it's etc. Okay. I would like to see some of the Clone War stuff be canonized. Okay. Um, like I really enjoyed that Dooku Yoda book. Oh, so good, Dark Rendezvous. Yeah. And is that not canon anymore? Nope. So I'd like to see that come back in. Um, but the Clone Wars is canon, right? TV show. So that's one. I would like to see Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yep. That's two. I wouldn't mind having Mara Jade, the Hand of the Emperor. But I kind of feel that it's too far past now. You know, like Luke is older now. If he would have had a wife, she'd already been in it. Um, unless she was killed by by the Knights of Ren. Right. Which wouldn't be terrible. Mm-hmm. So I'd be okay with that. Who, who, was, who was the dude that used to shoot lightsabers out of his fingertips? Like the old, the Sith, but he wasn't like deformed. He had like a white beard, looked like God. Oh, so, so, so both. he didn't shoot lightsaber. It was just light. I know. I know. <laughs> um, like it was like energy beams, but yeah, Saboth or Saboth. What was his deal? Um, he was like, I see now, now I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have my, my memory fucked up, but like, I can't remember now because there was a clone aspect to him, but I can't remember if he was the clone or if they cloned him in the books and then there was two. Do you know what I mean? Was um, he a clone of the Emperor? No. But I don't think there so. There was a clone of Luke, right? And there was a clone of the Emperor, wasn't there? Yes, that was in Dark Empire, which okay. was a comic. Um, let me see if I can find Saboth or Saboth, whatever his name was. George Saboth, Saboth, Saboth. What's the plural, what's the plural in that? Um, it was an insane dark Jedi who played a pivotal role in the Thrawn campaign. Uh, clone of the Jedi Master Joris Saboth. He was created by Palpatine and became the guardian of the Imperial Storehouse at Mount Tantus on Wayland. Um, Grand Amethron discovered the existence of the Storehouse and traveled to Wayland and succeeded in recruiting the Dark Jedi to join him in a campaign to destroy the New Republic. So he is a clone that Palpatine made of a Jedi. It seems. Hmm. I knew I knew that I knew there was some clone shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right, so what else do I want? Um I don't know, man. A lot of the stuff I I don't think I can have anymore cuz they changed everything. So it, it just would be clone war stuff. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind the animated, you know, clone wars animated stuff to be canon. We don't know if it's not. I mean, I think that I, th- I don't think that it is. But what else happened in the Clone War books that was really cool? Uh, I mean, I think that it's like one of those things where you could just, you know, it could be like you could have it all. Like, I don't, I don't. I don't the only thing that I'm not sure about is all right. I, I want to see. All right, I want to see Ahsoka in Episode Eight or Nine. Well, she—that's not recanonizing her though, because she's canon. That's true. That's true. Um, I mean, I'd like to see a Skywalker Junior. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Be it, be it Ben, but it can't be Ben. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's maybe it'll be Anakin. Um, 
even though Anakin is, yeah. See, like I, I, I'm kind of stoked, dude. Like I, I, I don't know, because they, they've un, they've undone so much stuff that I, that I wanted to see. Yeah. Um. So that's a tough one. Well, you, you go ahead and get, you go ahead and go. Uh, I too want Thrawn recanonized. Yeah. Like I feel like that that position that he plays, they're going to have to have that character at some point. Do you know what I mean? Like that chess playing Imperial. Yeah. So either you're going to copy him or you're going to bring him back. So why not just bring him back and do it? How about those little force anti-force dragons? Issa Lamari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay either way with those, but Thrawn, I want back. Um, That's my number one. Mara Jade would be my number two. And like okay. I don't I don't need her in Luke to have been an item. I don't need them to be an item. I would like for them to have been an item and she's dead or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's missing. Like I'm okay with any of that. Yeah. But I feel like they can bring her back as the hand of the Emperor and it won't necessarily cause any issues. Okay. Um I would like Knights of the Old Republic back. Okay, yeah. Like that whole shit. Malik, Revan, the whole bit. Yeah, I forgot about that. that shit back. So that's not that's not okay. Yeah, I mean, well, theoretically, you know, there's this theory because of some so way. The origi- so the original emperor as well. That, uh, yeah, there's this theory. It's, it's like the way that you can twist it or whatever. It's like a, the way that you can interpret it. I should say, not twist it. The, the the quote of Kathy Kennedy, which comes down to everything that's ever been is canon, unless something comes out that negates it. In which case it becomes legend. So that's interesting. But w- what most people boil that di- the, the exact quote, which I forget what it is, what most people have boiled it down to is what StarWars.com says, which is the movies and Clone Wars, mm-hmm. um, and then now these new books and new comics. But um, so those are my top three. Uh, my number four is all the Clone Wars shit, like. All the comics, all the uh, the novels. Dude, I forgot all about the damn Clone War comics. Shit. Yeah, like all that stuff. With and I've Quinlan got a Voss. gang of those. All that stuff with Quinlan Voss, all that stuff with um, Hisara Fett, and all that stuff. Like, I want all that shit back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Uh, and then. And then. <laughs> um, and like I said, my number five would be a, a solo daughter that was mechanically inclined and a great pilot and also strong with the force. But I kind of feel like I got that. God, you're going to be so disappointed. Or am I? <laughs> um, <laughs> my, like I said, man, like, you know, like that character. Well, is, I, I do feel like that character is, is Ray either way. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? You know, it's so it's in, just... in a way, in a way, you're always going to have that Jaina character, that Jaina archetype is Ray, right. regardless of who her parents are. Right. And here, here's a, here's a way to think about it, dude. And I'm not trying to bullshit you. Like, hear me out. Like, you know, Ray comes from Jaina no matter what. So no matter who she is, Anakin reborn. And the truth of the matter is, she's still Han Solo's daughter. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, like the Anakin Reborn thing, I told you, I, I'm not buying that. Like, Star Wars is a simple story, so not, I think it's going to be Luke or Leia's. I don't think there's any room for anything else. I, I think that there's room for it being, I think there's room for it being just someone else, 
except that Kathy Kennedy said these films are going to follow the Skywalker family. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, and so, and then my, my final, my final bit of business is, um, and then, and then, uh, I would like to see, I forget her name, uh, because it's, it's, let me see if I can't look it up real quick. Um, one second, bear with me listeners. Damn it. Hurry up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just want to make sure I get her name right because I know someone will write me a DM or any of any of the sort. So I just want to make sure I got my ducks in a row. Aylin Vell um, is uh, Boba Fett's daughter. Oh, okay. I didn't know um, Boba Fett had a daughter. Yeah, and I would like I would like for them to bring to introduce her or some iteration of her. Okay, as, I'm as, down with that. That that would be my final. Can co-sign that. And that would be it. Um, so I do have a quiz for you. Oh, I got a ready quiz? quiz. Are we ready for quiz time? I am ready for a quiz. Let's transition into it seam- seamlessly, okay, without having to cut our recording. Oh, I think that's a good idea. So what I have for you is Ooh, a treat. It is a treat. It is a <laughs> bit of a treat. Um, it's going to be uh both a gift and a curse for you. Oh no. The gift being to prove your complaints of Al Pacino correct. Oh. The curse being to decipher which movie these quotes come from. Okay. Um, okay. And he's going to be yelling all of them. Now, are, are, am I listening to Al Pacino? You're listening to Al Pacino. <laughs> God, that's the way to start a morning off. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have enough coffee to deal with that shit right now. Fuck it, let's do it. Let's do it hard. Gotcha. Um, so here we go. Okay. Here's number one. It's going to be very difficult to wind them back, but I think I can handle it. Here's number one. All right. Uh-oh, that's not good. Hold on. Technical difficulties. It's fine. I, I guess while you're setting it up, we should say that, like, while I recognize Al Pacino has done some good roles in the past, I believe more than Denzel Washington... He is the exact same character in every movie. All right, are we ready? Yeah. See, I disagree. I disagree with that statement. Like, I'll, I'll talk to you about it afterwards because I don't want to refresh your memory of any of any things to come. Mm. Here we go. All right. I, I, I couldn't even hear what you're saying. I just hear. All right, here we go. Uh, Dick Tracy. Yep. <laughs> um, I, this shit is killing my computer, so stand by. <laughs> I got like, I got my video, I got a video rendering and all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah, that ain't good. Um, so, like, I, I think that just uh, while I'm waiting for the next one to load up, like, I think that uh, Big Boy is entirely different from every character he plays. Um, I think Big Boy is a caricature of the characters he plays. I I, I think you know, and uh, Tony Montana. T- Tony Montana. That's like 
That's like the baseline for all of his characters. No, none of his characters had that. <laughs> none of his characters had that accent. None of his characters have that. That that. Uh, I know. I, I mean, I do think the Scarface film is one of the best ones he did. Right. I will. I will concur with that. I'm not saying that he hasn't done some good movies. I mean, I no, 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 no. But I'm saying that's a different. That's a very different. Like Denzel Washington has never done a different fucking accent ever. Um. I don't know. If that's true. You go check that out. Here, here, here's one right here. Right. God damn. And, and, I, and I want to reference, I haven't seen Dick Tracy. Hold on. Trained, you stupid fucking cunt, you idiot. Whoever told you that you could work with men? Oh, I'm going to have your job, shit. I'm going downtown. I'm going to talk to Mitch and Murray. I'm going to Lemkin. I don't care whose nephew you are, who you know, whose dick you're sucking on, you're going out. Ooh. Um. I don't know. Play that that's one an obscure one. Play that's that one, one. I, I mean, that's an obscure one. I want to say like Serpico or something, but I think it's is it Dog Day Afternoon. It's Glengarry Glen Ross. Oh damn it! Ah, yeah. uh, that's, that's one of the harder ones. That's one yeah, of the harder ones. Fuck. Hey, listen, man, you got to give me some time to think. Don't don't give me the answer too too quickly. I, th- I thought I was I thought I was refuting your answer. I thought no, you had I, answered and you were done. I was I was it was my final answer. Okay, I'll wait for you to say it's your final answer. All right. All right. Um, here we go. Good grief. And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No. Because I'm going to get him. My client, the Is that Injustice for All or whatever? Yes. Okay. Woo! Well done. Woo! Well done. <laughs> God, that's that's scraping the barrel. Dude, you got to get some some that you got to get some ones that that were uh, not before I was born. All right. Hold on. <laughs> They're already these are already pre-selected. So. Oh. Okay. 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 All right. Here we go. God, my computer. Is- This is this is so easy, man. It's a sin of sin of a woman. Yeah. Hoorah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are some there are some there are some easy ones in here. Okay. Um this is another easy one. This is one of my favorite Al Pacino moments in any movie though. Ever. I already know what it is. Donnie Brasco. <laughs> no, no. Oh really? Yeah, really? no. Okay, no. okay. Here we go. Okay. Oh, fuck, I know what this is from. Is this is it it's heat, right? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> you can get killed walking your doggy. <laughs> Where is he? Is he here? No, he's in Arizona. Arizona. By the time I get to Arizona. All right. Uh here we go. There's another one. I, I quote I quote this one fairly often, so you could probably get this.
Godfather Part 2. Yes, sir. <laughs> I say I say it all the time. Like, if, if somebody <laughs> like, if, like, Candy, like, spills her drink at a party, I'm like, you spilled it in my home! In my home, where my wife sleeps! And my children, come play with their toys. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Tried to keep the references like relatively short, so it didn't give away too much. Some of them I couldn't help myself. Dude, um, let me think. This, this one I'm gonna have to do like. Uh, this Fine. is where I'm. I'm gonna have to do this like. Go through all the go with all the movies. All right, sounds like. Sounds a little bit more desperate, so it's not in the it's not in the, it's not a movie where he was um very powerful. Where am I gonna go? Where am I gonna go? <laughs> I can't run it back again because the guy actually says something that gives it away. <sighs> All right, it's either another heat one. See another heat reference, or is Donnie Brasco? Is what I'm gonna guess. You're closer with Donnie Brasco. Uh, he wasn't in Goodfellas. No, no, no. Don't think along those lines. Yeah, Just... he wasn't in Casino. Where uh, am I gonna go? Was it Serpico? It was. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this is an easy one. Easy one. Ready? Yeah. Damn, I don't know. Mmm. That's a classic. I mean, it's got to be Scarface then, right? Negative. Oh, hold on a second. Right. Damn it. Um. The next line, it's not in this clip, but the next line is, Here comes the pain! Um... Thank you big time. Fucking with me. You're gonna die big time. Here comes the pain. Oh, it's Carlito's way. Mm-hmm. Alright. That was and that was a tough one, man. That wasn't an easy one. What Carlito's way? Oh man, that, that's like and that's like the famous line from Carlito's Way. It's like Is show it? me my, it's like say hello to my little friend of Carlito's Way. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie that many times. That's, um, that's definitely the movie of Al Pacino I've seen the, the least. And then this one is uh this one is is I had to have I, I don't want to disclaim it too much because see I want it would be impressive if you got it but it's a hard one ready all right all right all right will you shut the fuck up and listen to me just listen to me <laughs> see that's how I wanted them all to be initially was just like little obscure phrases of him screaming and you had to put it into the right movie. But most of the time, the shit that he screams is so iconic. <laughs> that one's a dog day afternoon. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well done. 
Well, it's all the same, dude. It's all the same. I, I, I mean, I, I, if it I, wasn't for my mutant power, I wouldn't have got any of those. There, there's a, I, I agree. I agree. It's, I, I, I've always agreed with you on this. I agree <laughs> that he plays the same guy. I just really, really, really like that guy. I'm not saying I don't like that guy either. Yeah. I so love that. I, that I wish we had a visual podcast. My mutant power is, is I'll walk in, right? I'll uh-huh. walk into a room and somebody's watching a movie. I, I'll get, like, you know, and, like, it'll be, it'll be paused, and I'll be able to, from that one pause scene, no matter what excuse, obscure, I'll be able to guess the movie. Yeah. But I'm not bad at the, the voice things either. But, yeah, good. That was good. All right. Let's get back to our regularly scheduled show that we haven't clipped around in order to put this at the end for. <laughs> Wow, that was a good time that we just had just now. It was now. so fun. That's it a was. good time. It was. That's a good time. So, I think that's going to do it for this week. No, dude. What do you want to do, the five? We got, what's the five? Oh, the five movies? Yeah. What 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 is the what is the five movies? The Stranded on an Island. I, maybe we have done this. I think we must have. I think we have. It always, know, I, think, I think we should ask the, our guests from now on as well. I think. Like, if we ever have guests on. We should have guests more often. If we, but when we do, we should ask them that before we, before we have. Oh, them. Like, that's like our five questions, which Correct. are five movies. Correct. Which gotcha. are, you're stranded on a abandoned island. You get five movies and five uh, catalogs of five musical artists. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um. Hey, uh, I just saw a picture of uh, Doctor Strange, B.D. Wong. It's fucking perfect, dude. Oh, good. I mean, it's it's. I didn't realize Doctor Strange was Asian, but he is, in fact, Asian. It's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. Uh, um, let's will... wrap this one. Let's wrap this up, man. I don't. I don't. I'd rather have. I'd rather have it be. Be short and good than three hours and not good. It's gonna. Be... And I feel like I feel like we've had a good episode today. It's a good episode. Uh, superhero hype did uh, do a review of Deadpool. They've seen oh, it. Did they? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read it though online. We'll do that next week. Okay. Actually, well, does it matter if we do it next week? Because we've we've all have seen Deadpool by then, so we won't do it next week. But I'm not gonna read it right now because I don't want to. You got to. We will have a Deadpool special here. In yeah. Just a couple of days. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. Yeah, I agree. Let's wrap it up. Sorry, guys. You're 30 minutes short. Take it out on me. People are screaming. No, you talk. You entertain me. You dance, little monkey. You dance for my pleasure. Oh, speaking of monkeys, did you see that crazy monkey baby puppy thing? Yes, it's awesome. Is it? I don't think so. You didn't like it? No. Why? I didn't like it at all. Why? Because it was dumb. I it liked was... it. No. It, yes, like... I did. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. You just think you liked it. No, I did. It made me lulls. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Look at it. It's dumb. It's just part baby, part, part monkey, part puppy. What's not to like? It's, I don't know. Gave me the creeps. Oh, it gave me the lulls. Oh, oh no, lull no. factor. Dude, like, it's, I think it's everything that's wrong with the world. <laughs> I think it's everything that's right with artists. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, shout outs. They spent $5 million on that. I'll just put that out there. Oh, such $5 a million. Dollars. It's, it's, a like five... man, it's, like, it's like Man Bear Pig. Yeah, but um, man, man, man Bear Pig is super serial, bro. True. So, shout outs. Shout out to Dante, uh, who is the, 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 the backbone of Nerd Rage Radio. Like, you don't see him, you don't hear him, but he's what he's what is able to keep the, the wheels. Is he the, the wind beneath your wings? He is the wind beneath our wings. Um, he does a great job. He's constantly I know, I know updating ben our Midler people. I songs, too. 
He's constantly updating our Facebook page, which you should be following, Nerd Rage Radio with the screaming face, um, and providing entertainment for, for, for listeners yeah. in, in that regard. Um, shout out to Comic Book Dork, who this, there wouldn't be this show without him. Why can't him. we get Comic Book Dork on the podcast? I know, Comic Book Dork. Stop fucking faking jacks, homie. <laughs> what, what, have, you, have you approached him in regards to that? Uh, early on. Um, what, what was his response? I think, I think he was down. It is HMU, bro. Um, if you need to hear more Skullface talk about uh, GFRs, giant fucking robots, you can check out Shattercast Uncut uh, every Friday. And if you need more uh, small models and you can paint his blue pants gray, be sure to check out Beers or Beer and Bolters on uh, iTunes as Beer well. Beer and Bolters 40K. 40K. <laughs> um, and then uh, our, our, our other little network that's that's always expanding and growing of Toy Detox and Realm of Collectors, both of which show us a lot of love on their shows, so we want to make sure that we reiterate. And yes, Tyler, we know Toy Detox has shouted us out more than once. It was, uh, it was, it was just an exaggeration. We're quite fond of what you guys are doing over there. And with that, this is that's, that concludes our, our week. Absolutely. All right, man. Um, and I will be reading some more some more of that X Force book this week. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figure I'll read like six issues of the Omnibus like every six months. Good. I'll get it back in no time. Yeah. It, you'll you'll be all right. Hey, tell you what, I'll I'll let you borrow that Vader book. Just put it on your shelf. You don't need to give it back to me. That's I'll, good. I'll never read it again. I'm up for it. And you like to display it? I do. That's, that's how we do. It is. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you there uh, next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. This week. This week. Special bat time, special bat channel. <laughs> Not the same at all. And I might release this video on Wednesday or Monday. So you'll have to wait until then to find out. <laughs> or not have to wait at all. Because <laughs> it's already out. <laughs> because if I don't put it out now, it's not going to go out until Friday. That's right. what happens. And remember, great tits. Hi, dick player. <laughs> <laughs>